Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, we are a little light on panel members. We had a lot going on today. Um, Boxenberger, big shout out to his wife. It is her birthday, so he is celebrating with her. Obviously, we'll get him back here the following week. Uh, we had uh, Danny have a family, uh, a family emergency, and uh, hopefully everything is going to be okay. And uh, we're keeping our eyes and ears pinned on uh, the happenings of that, of course, family first, especially on this podcast. Um, and we are hoping that everything does, in fact, work out in the end. Uh, we are, we, we are going to have Mr. Badbit joining us in a little bit. Uh, obviously, he's in a meeting right now. And then hopefully um, uh, uh, N64 Josh should be back as well. He has a meeting that he's going to be coming from soon enough so for right now folks uh we have our good uh, good brother infinite umbra who did a five hour um like a, a spaces um i think it was maybe even more than that uh but he had 500 people including paris lily run through first of all congratulations on that infinite how you feeling oh i'm feeling good boom good morning to you good morning to uh retry and of course to the chat yeah, man, it was actually really good. It was almost six hours, literally five hours and 50 minutes. And yeah, apparently people were telling me other big people were there. I didn't know them, but and I, I couldn't quite see them the way the space is, is set up. So yeah. you couldn't quite see them. But <clears throat> I mean, Paris, I've had him come through before. You know, it was just a really, really good discussion. And I think something that needed to happen. And I, I kind of pride myself on having those types of discussions with the community because I value everybody's opinions on that. But um I I was still just upset with the lack of of Xbox not you know the no show for that VGAs I had to I had to talk about that you know on the market you know well you know what to to your point uh, you're not wrong uh, for saying that you're not wrong nope. for uh, suggesting it um, there were a lot of folks in the Xbox community including myself that were disappointed with the no show mm-hmm. um, obviously the Game Awards are something that has become uh, what many consider a phenomenon. Uh, It is viewed by millions and millions and millions of people um, each and every year. 85 million last year. Yeah, yeah, 85 million people put eyes onto this thing. So obviously when you show off a new game for uh, your exclusive IP on your platform, people are going to take notice. Now, obviously we've seen a lot of people respond, you know, dealer put something out there. Fonz gaming, put something out there. A lot of people in the community did have a lot to say. Now, obviously this isn't throwing smoke at Microsoft. This is as fans uh, exp- expressing our disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think well, I mean, that we're passionate we are, about it. Yeah, we're we, we are. <laughs> yeah. We, I, I think if you keep telling them that everything is okay, they're going to think everything is okay. And I think as um, there are ways to go about uh, expressing your disappointment. Now, some people use the hate mongering, which is something that we don't do on this podcast, but the way that you did it was classy. Uh, it was Thank efficient you. and you had a lot of people come through for a good reason, but listen, it's great to have you back, brother. So, yeah, happy to be here always. Um, yeah, ready to chop it up with you guys. And, I mean, we're, we're going to have to pull out the stops here with us three being here for the start it off. But uh, I yeah. think we can. I think we're equipped for it. Yeah. You know what? what uh, you know, I've been told by many people, including Boxenberg, uh, sometimes these smaller podcasts uh, do reveal 
uh, big opinions because obviously there, it, we are limited as to the people that we have here. And again, it's it's, it's simply just schematics at this point. Mav has got stuck at work. Yeah. Hong is working back in the office. So, mm-hmm. you know, w- we will eventually get a full roster. But we, we are we have officially added someone. Retri, congratulations, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you a part of this show each Welcome and every Retri. week. Welcome, Thank brother. you. Thank you all for having me. Thank you for inviting me to the uh, Double Barrel Gaming family. I've been lurking for years, so <laughs> it's a little weird to be on here with you guys like as an actual panel member, but I'm here and I'm ready to talk games. I love talking games. It's what I do on my own channel, so I am ready to get in the mix and uh, be my honest self. <laughs> well, you know what? It's it, it's great to have you here, uh, and and a part of the uh, of the show each and every week because you do you, you know you've been on a couple of shows. I think I think four or five shows in the last couple of weeks, and and you've completely knocked it out of the park. So I thought about it. I said, you know, considering that we are sometimes uh, oh you know struggling to get people on because of real life, it would be great to in, not only invite you but have a new voice to be a part of the panel. Um, but I, I do want to open up the show with a game, folks. Uh, High on Life released uh, was supposed to release today, but it released early yesterday. And while watching some Christmas films with Mrs. Boom on the couch, I was sitting there on my Logitech G Cloud playing High on Life. And I got to tell you, it's what you would expect from that um, director who is known for Rick and Morty, uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, obviously Rick and Morty is, uh, uh sometimes a little risque, if you will, um, <laughs> sometimes, of yeah. commentary that is brought about. And, uh, this game delivers on that. The writing seems to be on par. Uh, the, the fact that the weapons are uh, live and real and talking to you, like my wife was watching me play and she says, did that gun just blink? And I said, yes, it's alive. She goes, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a bit creepy. And she's not wrong. <laughs> it is um, creepy. <laughs> I just found uh, Stabby, which is the knife that is uh, basically a serial killer in your hand and <laughs> wants to murder everyone in front of him. Um, and uh, it, 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 what is funny about this game and why it's an adult game is that it literally prompts you to stab the dealer. It says, press RB to stab the dealer that just sold you this thing. Um, it is it is funny. It is a lot of fun. I'm quite enjoying it. The graphics are next generation. I think that it is like artwork on the screen in motion. Um, Squanish Games, who is the developer of this, did a really good job. Uh, again, this is an Xbox exclusive. It is on PC, of course. Uh, but it is an Xbox Series X and S exclusive. Uh, it's one of the few exclusives that the Xbox had this year, thanks to delays mm-hmm. and such. Um, you know, Infinite, we'll get your opinion momentarily because you haven't had a chance to play it, but we will find out if you intend to play it. But Retreat, you have played it. What, what are your yeah. thoughts on this? Uh, yep. So I got a chance to play it late last night after editing some videos, and I got probably an hour and a half, maybe. Um, it's very funny, and it's funny right off the rip. I mean, just from the fake tutorial, I guess you would call it. It's basically him playing a video game kind of 
that part was really funny. There was a character in there that was basically the divorce lawyer, his divorce lawyers. <laughs> he kept saying, I'm, I'm your divorce lawyer. Go, go kill the ex-boyfriends, blah, blah, blah. And it was, I don't know. That whole part was really funny. Even that little game inside a game was fun. Um, so, so far the humor is great. It's very Justin Rowland, very much Rick and Morty um, on screen in video game form. So the humor definitely hits and it hits for someone like me. Cause I like that raunchy stuff, I guess. Um, but I did have some issues with the game. I don't know if anyone else ran into this, but I had complete sections of dialogue just completely mute. Um, no, I, I have not have seen that. Did you not have that? So no. so you were playing through the Logitech. By the way, they should be sponsoring this podcast because you've been talking about it a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> I but, wish, uh, but maybe when the channel's a bit bigger, we'll right. see. Right. Um, yeah, I was, you know, it's a dialogue game and I want to listen to all the jokes and stuff and entire people's conversations would just start going and then just gone. And I would find when I would move my character around and kind of like almost like changing where my headset would hear it, it would actually like switch ears and stuff. So I'm not too sure what's going on with that. I don't know if it was my headset or the Series uh, X itself, if that version has some issues. But I also had some frame rate issues as well. Um, so I'm probably going to go to PC to see if it's a little smoother. But um some of the conversations, like there was these, these trash looking guys that are asking you which one you would take on a date, which one was hotter. I mean, this game is hella funny. Yeah. So right now the gameplay uh, mechanics are pretty good. They're pretty solid. The gun is funny and knifey or stabby. Can't remember yeah. what his name was. Is I, I think it is. I, I think it is Stabby. Is it Stabby? Yeah, yeah oh I, I, my I'm God. pretty sure that's what it is. I love that character. Um, yeah. So so far, so so good. I haven't got too far into it, but I think I'm going to end up enjoying it when I play it. Yeah, it, today. It, it's one. It's one of those games that if you are a fan of Rick and Morty, I think you're going to really enjoy the game. If if you don't get that type of humor. It it might it it might hit you wrong, and you'd be like, "Yeah, this is just not for me." Mm -hmm. uh, I will say that graphically, it is uh, gorgeous to look at. The color palettes, yeah. the color palette on display is, is it really does pop on the screen. Like I said, I took a picture uh, while I was playing on the uh, on the Logitech, and even from the picture, as someone that just took it, I I was actually quite shocked on how good it looked. Um, but it is uh it is a game that I'm definitely going to play through. And uh, I will say my biggest problem with games right now is there's just too many of them. Yeah. As you can see, I, I have uh, the, the uh, two plus hours worth of footage for uh, Requiem, uh, which is uh, Plague's Tale 2. Uh, it is a phenomenal game. Uh, if you appreciate story driven, you know, graphically intense games, this this is definitely something you should be playing uh, my biggest problem with games right now is that there's just there's honestly just too many of them. I'm literally yep. uh, playing like six or seven games at the same time, and 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 I hate it. Uh, yep. I like playing the one same game, thing, boom. Um, getting through the game, beating the game, putting it down. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's a game that I really am enthralled with, like the Evil West, for instance, I'll run through it again to get the like, to mop up the achievements that I missed. 
Um, but this this is uh this is another game. Uh, it's another Xbox exclusive. They didn't have many this year, but I gotta tell you, this is a big one. Uh, this one um comes at the time where normally December doesn't have any games. So this is this yeah. is a you know it's a bit yep. shocking to have a game this good. Um, I don't know what the reviews were. I think our Umbra, you high seventies, I think like high seventies and or, or yeah. low eighties. Mm-hmm. There was some weird um, website. I'm sure the chat knows what it is, but completely just lamb just slam this game hard. Out of 10, it. right? Yeah. It was a weird, weird name too, and it looked like it was a trolling website that just yeah. destroyed the score. Um, so you know there was that, but it's getting decent reviews. It's yeah, awesome yeah. to have in Game Pass. So yeah, it's just a, just another one, just another reason why Game Pass is the superior, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, service that's currently available. And uh, get, talk about saving money! I've saved more money this year in Game Pass than I think I've ever saved when it comes to big time games. Absolutely. Uh, you, yep. you look what's on your screen right now. This is a sixty dollar title that was in Game Pass for my uh, you know fifteen dollars a month subscription. And, uh, you know, being uh, this is, uh, you know, a Sobo, it's probably going to stay here forever. Yeah, uh, it's one of those games that, that, that are going to be in Game Pass forever. So if you don't play it now, you'll be able to get to it at some point. But I see a lot of people in the chat and I will get to you. Uh, but Steel Rain is here. Steel, listen, brother, Steel. if you are uh, available and you want to jump in, just just go and uh, click the link I put in the DM and uh, join <clears> us because uh, we are a short a couple of guests. But. We have some big time topics, and one basically took the world by storm yesterday. We're going to get into that momentarily. But Umbra, what are your thoughts on what you've seen so far in well, um, High on Life? You know, from what I've seen, I love the colorful world. From what I've seen, I've seen a bunch of clips online, people sharing it, and uh, I mean, it was one part dead at the beginning after you do the uh, tutorial, which I just played by the way while Retri was talking and listening, <laughs> and because it starts you off in this. This video game, old school, Doom-esque kind of world and all that. And you realize you're actually playing a game within the game. So Gameception. And uh, apparently this is his sister here. And you all know what I'm talking about. And <laughs> she's like, you want it? Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, now that would be shocking that the game opens up. Yeah. 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 And I, I first saw it actually online yesterday. So I was like, oh, wow. That, that would explain the whole title now. Now I get it. So it, I, I expected that type of humor. I mean, that guy, you know, he goes all in when it comes to that. If anybody has watched his, his, his shows, they know that's how it is on Rick and Morty. So I expect to actually enjoy it. I've heard from people that the the um, humor is hit or miss. So some not everything lands, but, you know, some of it really does land when it lands. So I'm all for that. I, I, I'm going to get into it after the show for sure. I wish I could have got into it yesterday. But again, that space took up so much time. And by the time I went to sleep, I woke up, it was time to work. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm actually uh, encouraged by the reviews too. And I know a lot of people, be, you know, get annoyed when sometimes when you mention the reviews, oh, you, you look at reviews. I don't use them as a barometer for me to play a game, but it is nice to see a game that I, I want to play or that I did enjoy score will. You know what I mean? That's just how I see things. So like, for instance, The Witcher 3 uh, Complete Edition has now a 97 meta. Hmm. And that is a masterpiece to me. I, I've always, I've, I love that game. You know, it, it's probably on my Mount, my Mount Rushmore. So seeing that score so well like that absolutely makes me feel good, you know, just because I believe that game truly deserves it. 
So uh, that's the way I look at it. But yeah, I'm actually really excited to jump into this after this and and, and get to uh, explore the world. Let me let me ask you something, Boom. When yes. you played it on the uh, mobile like that, did, how did it play through that? Dude, it, it played like I was playing on my console. Nice. Like I, nice. I had I had zero issues, no lag. Mm. Um, Starting to just... think it was me because a lot of people <laughs> in chat were saying they didn't have any issues on the Series X. So mm. I hope nothing's going on with my <laughs> Series X. But I don't know. I'll be updating yeah. on my. Channel I mean, I played it, I played this morning for about an hour uh, on the on the X. I played last night for about an hour and a half yep. uh, on on the uh, G Cloud, and I, I had no connection issues. I wasn't streaming from the Series X. I literally was playing on xCloud, mm. um, and it ran uh, no problems. Uh, sound was great. Nothing cut out. Graphics, like I said, if you if you go to my Twitter, you see that I that picture isn't imposed or fixed in any way. That that's the screen that you see. Um, so, pretty 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 uh, great thing to, to to be able to, you know, because it's funny. I didn't know that it was going to be a part of cloud. So I figured, you know what, let, let me take a chance because normally I'm playing Vampire Survivors uh, <laughs> while I'm watching a movie with Mrs. Boom. Like, I, you know, she's on one couch, I'm on the other. I'm, I'm playing, you know, because Vampire Survivors is just you literally one thumb. You know what I'm saying? That like you're yeah. not even pressing any buttons. You're just literally moving the character around. So it's super easy. It looks great, runs great. Yeah. Um, and I was like, eh, you know, l l let me see. I don't think this is going to be cloud day one. And sure enough, it was on cloud the day, even like I said, it was supposed to release technically today, and it didn't. It actually right. released early, yeah, and I was like, like nine wow. p.m. Maybe it was um, very oh, early. Yeah. You know what? Real quick, a shout out to Wario sixty four. He was posting some sales yesterday, and I know we talked about it specifically because Steel Rain is here. <laughs> uh, the Darkness one and two. The first one is four bucks. The second mm. one is six bucks right now on Xbox. Um, as part of the Xbox Live Gold, I bought them both because they're both backwards compatible. Nice. Um, so hey, first of all, Steel Rain, what's up? Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. How you what's doing? What's going man? on, Boom? Man, I, I was on the way home, but I was tuning it in. I was like, man, Boom seems a little shorter than usual. Um, so I wanted to slide through the DMs just see if you had a spot open or if you just Hell yeah, to dude. Well, you don't even gotta ask, you just show up. You got the front door key. <laughs> well, hey, it, man. you know, sometimes you people want to have a little bit of a shorter show when you got a lot of opinions, like you mentioned earlier. Um, you can get a lot of a lot of thoughts out, but um, I see you guys were talking about high on life, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let, let, let's get your opinion on this, brother. This is an Xbox exclusive. It's supposed to release today. It released a couple of hours early. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if anyone uh, is familiar, but Ben Kenobi, the fantastic artist mm -hmm. that has been working with Double Barrel Gaming, did all of the artwork, folks, hey, for the countdown wow. for this game. If you didn't know oh, that, nice. yeah, that was that was Ben Kenobi, That's and fine. you know who used it. Aaron Greenberg used the that. countdown. And this is why we love Aaron. And this is why we're going to get into what Aaron had to say to uh, quell uh, the fans who are concerned about 2023. Folks, he has been on the horn talking about that and how we do not have to worry that 2023 is going to not only be incredible of what we know, there's a lot of stuff that we don't. No, but uh, talk about it, Steele. What, what are your thoughts on... Um, on uh, uh high on life well boom you know high on life this is a game that definitely piqued my interest when i first saw the trailer um but it wasn't a game that i necessarily was going to 
invest in if I had to pay for it, right? Um, I can be completely honest and say that. Um, these isn't typically my style of game, even though um, it has, because I got about over two hours in it currently. Nice. I've been playing it all morning, um, and I've been having actually a pretty good time with it. Um, now, I'll come from the perspective because personally i don't find rick and morty to be the funniest um i find a lot of their content to be kind of cringeworthy more than anything else to me personally but it could be just a cultural thing for me um <laughs> it's the same way i don't find south park to be the funniest uh but i am a simpsons family guy american dad fan so i guess it just depends on what you're uh what you're really into but with that taken into consideration from the jump when you start this game like the guys have mentioned um it's very mature right um this isn't for your kids make sure that they're not watching from jump street um and just the violence and the way that they introduce you to the world the guns um the alien-esque-ness of it um is, is really dope man um I wasn't expecting to like this game at all. I had no expectation. And I find myself extremely interested in the world, um, the guns, the knife talking to me, uh, their commentary. I haven't turned down yet. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, you know, they're, they talk too much. I, I don't know, guys. Within the first couple of hours, it's really not that bad. Um, in taking things into consideration, not to, compared to like something like Gotham Knights or something like that, where they say some some really weird superhero stuff sometimes, or it's just like I don't know about that. But um, but in the line with that, the game runs smooth. I am playing on PC, so keep that in mind. Uh, so that could have a huge effect. I know people were saying that the performance and uh, my brother from another pong was like, man, the the frame drops are extremely noticeable. Goes from sixty to thirty. I'm not getting any of that on my end. So but it wasn't I wasn't the only one. I, I saw some other people kind of hint to that okay. as well. And I wanted to mention because you brought up the sound thing, Richard. Because I did, I wanted to, because you're not alone in that. Uh, okay. There was some certain sections where uh, one, it started off with the person, the alien was talking, um, but his lips weren't moving. Uh, so it started off was with that. that. In, like, was that inside the house? Um, Do you remember? No, that wasn't inside okay. of a house. It was part, of, it was in the next section. Right. Um, but their lips wasn't moving when they were talking. And then the next person I talked to, um, there was no audio, but their lips was moving. So I was like, okay, well, but it went away after that. And I never noticed it after that. It was really early on. Um, that had to been with the, towards my last hour or so. Um, other than that, there is some optimization things to be said here. Um, it does drop when you go into certain areas and things like that. But other than that, it's nothing terrible. It's nothing really earth shaking. Uh, but hopefully they do update it on Xbox since I can only speak on the PC side of things. Um, I'm also playing on the hardest difficulty. So maybe that'll ha that has some effect on the way that I'm enjoying it. Um, I will say this up front. To me personally, I don't feel the game is very difficult. Um, but that's just me. I know everybody's going to have their own thing to it. I would recommend at least trying it since it does give you the option. This is one of those games to where you can kind of go up and down in the difficulty whenever you want. Um, I haven't had to do that just yet. I got through one main area. We had to fight a bunch of different aliens and the movement and everything. It feels very fluid, man, for it not to be a first person shooter, quote unquote. Um, I think it does. I think it presents everything very well. The world, the action. Um, it's not as simple as a lot of people try to make it seem. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm just shocked yeah. at how good it is. The world we live in today with yeah. double A's, like it's kind of almost blowing my mind that this is now 
the double A almost standard. Like it's right. kind of crazy. This is what you can expect now, right? Yeah. And it's other little again. If you're expecting the world out of this just because Xbox hasn't had any first party games this year, um, you're going to be very upset because this isn't that. But if you take it for what it is. Um, it's not a bad game. I force for this to come from Squanch um, and the makers of uh, Rick and Morty. I feel like this is a lot is much more tasteful um, in overall, just a good game. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, so far. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's in game pass, right? It's not going right. to cost you a dime. You could logistically uh, go and uh, download it. If it's your bag, then you mm-hmm. go and you play it. If it's not your bag, then you go in and you delete it from your hard drive and you just move on to something else. Uh, that's the wonderful thing about game pass. It allows you to try games. It doesn't force you to invest right. in a game that you might, uh, you might not enjoy. Uh, this is this game is a first person shooter. It is a comic, a comedy based game. Um, there is a lot of adult humor here. Um, yeah. I would definitely suggest that if you if you have kids and you're going to play this, do get not them out of there. Put the, yeah, you get them out of there <laughs> or put it on. Turn the, the volume up so they can hear all the curses. That's right. They got to learn somehow. <laughs> boom. I mean, there you know, is definitely that. <laughs> I will say though, like one thing I'm I'm impressed by because Xbox has been kind of. Like one thing I I hope they get away from is mm-hmm. kind of like shying away from the more mature titles, right? Right. right. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. this kind of leans toward that. So I'm happy for that reason. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't want them That's... to Disneyfy everything. That you know it seems like no. There there, there, there is a fine balance that must mm-hmm. be uh, or tightrope or razor's edge, however you want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that there's something to be said about uh, going one way or the other. Uh, to exactly. be honest with you. Oh yeah, I I agree. I I think that there is room for family. I think mm-hmm. there is room for everyone and I think there is certainly room for adult. Agree. Um, yep. uh, right. And and I think Microsoft uh is is working towards that because obviously, you know, we've seen some big games specifically what you see in front of you. A Plague's Tale is an adult themed game. There is murder. You yeah. are some you're killing people. Um yeah, that's is, a good game you know, too. On top of the game. Oh, best narrative game, in my opinion. Just yeah, oh it. yeah. It, it, it's it. it's it's best one of the narrative. games that when you when you play it and you pay attention to the story on how dynamic and family oriented it is. You know, her mm-hmm. her love for her brother and how she's uh, even in at you know at 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 uh at odds with the mother. Uh, you know, where she has taken over the mothership of her brother, as opposed more so than the mother, you look and you see that this is an adult game. This, this But but getting back to, you know, I, I know that Retri was really, really high on this the other day. He feels that this is the snub of the century. Yep. This does not get any any wins whatsoever at the oh, Game Awards. Why? And it is it it is a bit it is a bit shocking when something and again folks don't don't take this the wrong way i still don't understand how stray beat out vampire survivors i'm going to be honest with you um i get it at you know being a um you know a, a, a good game it's a, it's a great game i i quite enjoying my time with it is it better than is is it is it better than vampire survivors to uh you know you know f- you know uh to win the award for uh, you know, best new um, indie? The answer is absolutely not. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I beat Stray. I enjoyed it for what it was, but it definitely did not deserve to win that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, folks, we, we have a big show. We have 
uh, um, you know, three very powerful voices with very big opinions. And we have to get into the breaking story that happened yesterday. But before I do, I want to catch up on the Super Chats. Uh, the first one of the day comes to us from Drawn TJ, who drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, Hi, Boom and Pana. Well, hello to you, brother. Thank you for the generosity, Drawn. of course. Thank you for being here, Drawn TJ. We also have Stuff Shorn, good, generous friend of the program, drops a two-pound Super Chat and says, Can you plug Dutch's charity streams? Great cause. I definitely will plug um, D- D- Wandering Dutch. Obviously, you know he's a uh, he's panel member of of the Primetime Gaming on Wednesday evenings, and obviously he has his own incredible podcast and YouTube channel. Well, he's doing an amazing charity stream. Uh, stuff, Sean, if you want to drop that information into the chat, please, by all means, copy and paste it and drop it in there. Uh, I think everyone should swing by, uh, give it a view, uh, maybe drop a couple of bucks. It is the holiday season. I know money's tight for everyone, but you know, five, ten, fifteen dollars will make a big difference, especially Absolutely. when a lot of people do it. Uh, my wife and I uh, are gonna are gonna swing by and, and do and, and drop uh, a donation or two uh, when he when when that goes live. I don't have the specifics in front of me, but stuff showing you can you can drop that in if you want, and uh, I'll read it live on the air for everyone to go and check out. We also have. Um, um, double X Grum Double X drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "Put this into Umbra's webcam jar." jar. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy Grum right there. <laughs> Good stuff. We also have a, a very generous ten dollar super chat from a uh, from Highlander Double O One. Hey brother, thanks for the generosity. He says, "Afternoon, Mister Boom. Great panel. Jim Ryan is not scared of losing Call of Duty." He is scared of the fact that Satya Nadella gave Microsoft the checkbook, uh, the, the Microsoft checkbook to Phil Spencer before Xbox gaming had a limited budget. Not now. Yeah, they're they're all in on gaming. And I think that Jim Ryan and company understand that uh, they're even though they're a, they are a billion dollar company. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about Sony Interactive Entertainment. They're not bums, folks. They're not the. The, the new kids on the block. They've been a part of the industry since the PlayStation one and uh, they have been the market leader for 20 plus years. So they, they're there. They may not have as much money as Xbox or Microsoft, but they certainly have money to invest. And they did, they did a lot of investing in the last two years. As a matter of fact, I think it's been a total of eight studios, uh, including Bungie, which was a $3.6 billion purchase. Oh, by the way, um, Highlander 001 drops an additional $5 super chat and says, we have a swear jar. When I play GTA online and Call of Duty, my 11-year-old daughter just puts my ATM card in it. Oh, that is hilarious, dude. Um, not not, put, not throwing daddy under the bus. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, Internal Shaddai drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, in every, in every January was the VGA event do you think High on Life and Callisto Protocol would have been candidates, either Game of the Year or any other genre candidate? See, Callisto Protocol is a weird one. Uh, I'm at the end. I'm literally been at the end for a week. I'm at the, the the second stage of the last boss, and it is they the, the the checkpoint system is not good. Yeah, they literally put you right in front of the boss. Uh, within a few feet, and if you don't have the right weapons, 
trying to change your web. First of all, there there are a lot of things I I love about the game. There are a lot of things I do not like about the game. The changing of the weapons is a drag. I'll say that. Uh, it, it, you have to you have to take apart a gun. It, it's not as simple as just switching the guns. Well. And when you're fighting a boss that's 50 times your size and you have <laughs> limited room of to where to move, it's it's a bit frustrating. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But listen, look, at the end of the day, I'll stay. I'm going to die on this on this hill. Um, I think it is an absolute gaming injustice that when you are the leader of something as important as the Game Awards and you turn around and you limit your um, picks to an eight, nine or ten month period, it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. The I Game Awards, I, I, I understand from a business practicality you want you have all these corporate sponsors. They want to sell their wares. I get all of that, but at the end of the day, if you're going to say that this is the Game Awards for X year, all twelve months count. Okay, a perfect example of heinous, absolute heinous snubs: Jedi Fallen Order. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, Number one of the best Star Wars games, and some people might say since the 360, um, since yeah. the Force Unleashed, and mm-hmm. some people say that it's even Kotor. better. Okay, Kotor, right? That game came out, broke sales records, broke review records. It was it was it, it won both critically and commercially, and never got a no- nomination. Halo Infinite. Say what you want about the game, folks. You can say whatever you want about the game. Uh, it, you know, it doesn't have the content that I want. Okay, I hear you, but there is no doubt that that is an absolutely fine shooter uh, in every aspect. And to suggest that that doesn't even get put into the category of ongoing game is another ridiculous thing. Um, so, look, I, I don't want to take us down this path. We have almost 500 people here. Most people are here for the righteous smoke and shout out to case Lante, who's in the chat uh it was reported yesterday well it, l- l- let's kind of rewind the tapes here a bit um microsoft surprise folks is trying to buy activision for nearly 70 billion dollars uh and uh there's been a lot of pushback specifically the ftc has is uh has you know decided they're going to sue to block this um, which is a mistake for Lena, the, the FTC led Lena, uh, the, the Lena Khan led FTC. I think she's doing this for political gain uh, and not for the right reasons that we discussed yesterday when I read what the um, mission statement of the FTC is. If you read the mission statement and you look at this, this particular deal, it, it's, it's two different things going on. Um, and I think Lena Khan is not only going to lose in court, um, but I think she's going to lose her job, and I would say rightfully so on that, uh, because she has made big tech a political uh, career advancement move instead of actually trying to stop big tech and companies from hurting consumers or from you know hurting uh, competition. And uh, she has lost so many cases so far that I think it's only a matter of time before she is going to be. Um, outed for losing so many cases because we've heard 
and again, this is just speculation, we've heard that she would rather um, go to court and lose than accept concessions, which to me is terrible business. That is just, that's just yeah. awful business practices. So Microsoft has uh, had the backing of pretty much everyone in the industry. We've seen Gabe Newell come to their defense. We've seen uh, Zelnick from 2K. We've seen uh, uh, many, many other responses, uh, specifically from like from the Brazilian review, where they said, um, "Yeah, there's 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 no concessions. There's no hurt on competition for our area," and most of the um, publishers and developers that they that they polled had no problem with this deal well sony is the only one for a multitude of reasons now microsoft has made it recently clear that they intend to keep a uh, call of duty on parity uh, for 10 years but what we didn't know and what was what was brought out in a, a, a earth-shattering bloomberg report yesterday is that not only, folks, did they offer Call of Duty for 10 years, they offered PlayStation the ability to sell it in their streaming service known as PlayStation Plus. Now, I know that the panel here literally are beside themselves. But shout out to John Wolf, who was going back and forth with me in the chat. He is livid over this. Uh, he, he calls it to be, he, he feels that it's unfair. He feels this is pandering. Um, personally, I, I, I know I know Game Pass, I know Retri has a lot to say about this. See, for me personally, folks, I don't care that it goes into their streaming service. I, I, I actually don't care. I think that at the end of the day, Microsoft is going to be making billions off of this deal, not only in microtransactions, but the money that Sony is going to have to pay them. Cause think about this for a second. Yep. Um, they're not getting this for free, right? It's not going into PlayStation plus for the price of, Hey, we're, 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 we're you know, we're, we're good. They're going to have to pay. And more than likely it's probably going to be upwards of three quarters of a million of a billion dollars. And I say that because call of duty, modern warfare Two made a billion dollars. I think it, what was it was it seven days or, or 10 days. It was the fastest selling call of duty in the history of the brand. So if, if they intend to put it into their streaming service, it is going to cost Sony a pretty penny. Now we do have several, several responses from multiple sources in the community. Um, uh, we have, uh, uh, Nina uh, Bass, I think is her, her name is. She's from Bloomberg. Uh, we also seen um, uh, many. I, I, I'll pull them up momentarily, but let, let, let's get to Retri, who is literally chomping at the bit for this. What What are your thoughts on this? I mean, is is this the extreme mode to get this deal done? And and, and I think really the big the big uh, ticket item on this conversation is Sony has not agreed to this well, i mean my question to you is how much more does microsoft need to do to get sony on board this this is lunacy there's nothing microsoft can do to get them on board nothing um this is like unprecedented deals going on here you'll never probably ever hear about another deal 
like this again from one company to another. It's it's pretty unreal. Is it too much? I'm kind of in two minds of this. I like to put myself in the consumer seat because I'm a consumer. And then I like to put myself in Microsoft's headspace as a company. On the consumer side, I basically just want Xbox to shank Sony and not give them a damn thing. Um, but my business mind says, yeah, why not? Like, it's smart for Microsoft to make Sony pay out their ass for the rights to have COD on their subscription service. But I don't like it as a fan of Xbox. It's extreme pandering to the market leader. And it's also setting a precedent that that's as someone who's like written union contracts and stuff, this makes me super nervous for the future of acquisitions for the future of gaming because you are letting this these regulators from across the world dictate the industry. The pandering to number one is 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 it's out of hand, and it's making me wonder what the hell is going to happen for the next acquisition from anyone, including Sony. Sony is spouting up so much crap that I have a feeling it's going to come back and bite them as it should. The next acquisition that happens under Sony, which will probably happen within a year, these regulators better get ready to pounce. They better you know, yeah. keep that same energy, right? Yeah, so, no, you're, you're onto something when you say that. Uh, will you know, will obviously- it be under a microscope when Tencent, that everyone keeps forgetting exists for some odd reason? Or when Sony is, you know... Is this a USA bad, Microsoft bad thing, and everyone else is good? Is it because it's big tech? I think it's because Microsoft is big tech. I think it's regulators not doing their research. I think it's clear as day. If you actually read the complaints um, from the FTC, line by line, they, they're not doing their research. I don't, I don't understand how they could possibly expect to win if it goes to federal court, they're going to get decimated. If I can rip apart every argument they have easily, what do you think a multi-million dollar lawyer under Microsoft's you know, pay is going to be able to do? Yeah. So, Well, I mean, listen, uh, Hogue Law had an incredible two and a half hour uh, uh, live stream when yeah. this uh, decision came down the following day. And he literally uh, destroyed it. He he basically eviscerated the entire complaint. Yeah. Um, and he and, and like I said, he you know he he's he's not getting paid for it. So obviously he's he, the maximum effort that he's going to put in is for his channel. That's why he broke it down the way he did. And that's yeah. why he's over one hundred and ten thousand subscribers because his his work is tireless. And he broke it down line by line. And it, I mean, after, the first sentence, boom, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, the no. very yeah. first sentence about their complaint is about high performance consoles. They're literally trying to take out Nintendo out of the Just conversation. Ridiculous. It is yeah. insane that they can do that. You don't get to cherry. They are literally trying to make Sony and Microsoft a separate market mm-hmm. altogether than Nintendo. Literally wrote them yeah. off as a kid's toy. Yeah, yeah. which... 
Also, Nintendo sent out the information, which we know is now BS because we know 20 to 30 is the majority of Nintendo yes. gamers. Yes. We already know that. Thank you, right. Nintendo, for disproving another thing that the F uh, FTC is arguing towards. So, like I, I said before on your other podcast, Boom, I'm looking forward to this fight because the FTC is going to get their asses handed to them. And I am actually feeling a lot better with the EU saying, hey, uh a uh ftc microsoft didn't didn't promise that stuff um you might want <laughs> might want to get your facts straight like that is making me tip towards maybe there's a shot with the eu and the cma well i mean the report this, that like, the, the 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 cma put out yesterday uh basically uh let, letting the the one th the one thing about the CMA and the EU is they're very front facing when it comes to these kind of things so they've been uh putting the information out as it comes available and yesterday they put out a document from someone uh we are all yeah. thought it was epic games and then it's of not. course uh yeah Todd Sweeney uh uh came out and said uh did I think I call him Todd Sweeney um Tim Sweeney um, came out and uh, and uh, confirmed that it was that they have not commented on it publicly or privately for that matter. So a lot of folks are, cons uh, you know, again, it's the internet, the, the sleuths of the of the internet will figure out who it was by some right. point. But they were all for it. They confirmed that this is not going to hurt the market in any way, and that it is uh, up to the CMA and, and and in the CMA's hands to uh, allow for growth in the industry which was pretty interesting. Yeah. But uh you know what uh, we we we're going to we're going to stick on this for a bit because this is this is a big topic um and uh you know obviously um we're going to get steel steel rain back here if he's not already here. Yeah, he's having some mic issues. So um you know what the, the, my question to you uh Retri is at this point there are some people in the, you know, online, you know, on the interwebs suggesting that this last ditch effort was a ploy by Microsoft to make Sony look just ridiculous. Yeah. Like at this point, we've offered you the 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 the, the three additional years, then the five years, then this then, right. then a ten year deal. And now we're hearing the ten year deal uh was offered to have it in your service as well. Now we don't right. know that's not yeah I think a lot of people on the internet are mistaking that that's a new thing. It's not. Apparently no. that was part of the original 10-year deal yeah. from the get-go when the 10-year deal came came to be. So sorry, I just wanted to clarify. No, no, no. That. I'm glad you brought that up because obviously this isn't there's some people suggesting, oh, you see, Microsoft just added this at the back end. No, no, this was right. this was a part of the 10-year deal when it was offered. It just hadn't made to public consumption. Right. Uh now that it's that it's out in the open and where where we've digested it, it seems even more ridiculous. That they wouldn't have it uh, and they wouldn't accept it on their own service. That their 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 biggest concern was, of course, um, Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass. They they cited it in their complaint and in, in, in their response, and and they actually you know put out numbers that Microsoft may or may not wanted anyone to know. They're at twenty nine million, yep. and the reason why they have that information is because one of their first party games is in the service and uh, you know they, they have a look under the hood um and actually shout out to king david for mentioning that last night um that yes uh, microsoft can't look under the hood and see how many actual numbers sony has but sony can look under the hood 
of Game Pass because they have a key to the front door yeah. because they have a first party game in MLB the show. Um, so that's why that number came out. And you know they did that on purpose. Uh, again, ultimately, what if you are a regulator in the UK, in the EU, and you're and you're looking at this, you say, I mean, at some point you got to side with Microsoft saying we have offered everything, including yeah. the kitchen sink, and they still do not want to play ball. They're the only entity mm-hmm. talking about this particular deal being bad for gaming when it's only going to be bad for SIE. Right. And yeah. and and that's all that's also debatable with them offering them 10 years of it being on the console. I mean, really, Sony's still winning out when it comes to that. The problem is Sony doesn't want this deal to go through at all. And it right. seems like they have the FTC in their pocket, their pocket because they don't want it to go through either. It's very clear. But the problem is, it seems that way. But what it really comes down to, boom, is that the FTC just has this hate boner for for Microsoft, yeah. and it's yeah. a, the it's the big target that everybody can look at and say, "Let's go after them. We can make a name for ourselves with them." And as you pointed out earlier, <clears throat> Lena Khan had lost other cases recently. I believe somebody six. pointed out there was six, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. You know, and uh, what's up, bad bit? And and so you had those cases lost what better way to rebound than to try to win something against big, bad Microsoft. Right. But everybody and their mother knows there's no real legitimate uh, merit behind the case. That's the, that's the big problem for them. And Microsoft, like you pointed out, they've been bending over backwards. I, I, I got, I got really annoyed when I saw this news the other day. I, uh, Everborn shared it in a tweet and it was, I forgot yeah. the, I forgot you, the yeah, I, I responded to you. He was like, this can't be real. I'm like, nah, nah, I just wrote it off. Like, nah, get out of here, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what fan, what PlayStation fanboy site is this? Right. Get the New York was- Times. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> New York Times, but they're not hardly they're not. Yeah, I can't trust them. Yeah, but like, I'm like, what is this malarkey? I started talking like Joe but Joe Biden out there. Yeah, this malarkey. But then I saw Bloomberg. I was like, oh Lord, it's right. right. And I was like stunned. I was like, nah, I can't. This is what world am I in right now? Did I get in high on life too? I don't know. But no, it's, it, it surprised me. It surprised the hell out of me. I'll just be honest with you. And the reason why, and I get the logic too, like Microsoft is going to double dip and win. There's a, it's a W for them regardless, right? And it comes from, obviously it would come from more from the, the fan side of me outside of the logical side of me, right? Because it feels like, Sony is getting everything handed to them their way, regardless of this. That's what it feels like. But as you pointed out, boom, they are going to have to pay for this game to be in its service if they were to yeah. accept it. And mind you, they still haven't accepted it. They're like, hey, we're giving you five, three years. Nope. Five years. Nope. Inadequate. Ten years. Ugh, we're just not going to reply. Mm-hmm. And oh, we'll also give it to you to put in your PS Plus. That'll surely bring your fans and have you get new subscribers. Huh. We don't reply. So it's crazy to me how obvious it is that Sony just does not want this deal to go through. It can't be made any clearer than this. And obviously for the FTC, it just shows a lack of, of them understanding how things work. But in actuality, it just comes down to the fact that they want to target Microsoft and that, that right there is unfair. And it's, it's uh, unfortunate that, you know, they have this power to kind of pull those types of stunts and, as people pointed out, and lawyers and such who know more, such as Hogue Law, 
they don't want this to go to actual court. They wanted to keep it in house. That's you know, they don't want it to actually go outside of, of the FTC and, and their own hearings and their own buildings and such. So <clears throat> that's the biggest thing about it. I, I just dislike how it feels and how it comes off as like we have to bend the knee to Sony. It just feels that way when I read that, you know, honestly. Yeah, no, well, I am going to say this, the outlier here, um, and uh, again, right now, the FTC is being sued uh, by a company that has uh, claimed that the way that they have to uh, go through lower courts to get to the higher courts is unconstitutional, uh, and uh, the Supreme Court, our Supreme Court, agrees. Um, there, there is, uh, there's something to be said about due process. If you know what due process means, it means that it's supposed to be swift. It's supposed to be, uh, gives you the ability that if there is a case to be had, you are allowed or allotted a swift amount, a, a swift or reasonable amount of time to have that case seen by a federal judge or a judge. Um, the way the FTC, the reason why the FTC did not file an injunction like a lot of people expected them to was that is because this case, uh, this, this deal was not um, ready to go through. Now there's going to be a different conversation for Lena Khan and the FTC. If by some chance the, um, this deal does go through on the CMA and the FTC, uh, the, uh, the EU commission. Now, if the EU commission and the uh, CMA both find that there, that this is not going to hurt the market, that this is going to be, it's going to open up competition. Um, mm-hmm. There is a, what what's going to have to ha- what's going to happen at that moment is Lena Khan is going to have to make a decision on whether or not she files an injunction. And as we heard from Hogue Law, she doesn't does not want this seen by a federal judge because she will be left out of court. Um, which again, at that point, uh, it might be in her personal best interest. To abandon this uh, this this front, this conquest to try to block this deal because she does not have a leg to stand on. Now, obviously, if the CMA and the EU decide to step up and block this deal, Microsoft is in a bit of trouble because at that point, do you try to fight all three fronts? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's a winning battle, but I, I think that there is something being done here differently on both aspects of this conversation. The FTC is using politically motivated uh, reasons to try and stop this deal. Whereas, so as we've seen so far, the CMA and the EU commission seem to be using what you're supposed to use in a decision that's this big. And that is the evidence that has been provided and that they have gathered. Um, We have to welcome in Mr. Badbit. What's going on, Joe? How you feeling? What's up? The real travesty right now is that we have the trophy room awards and, you know, all, so many of the all of the categories, you know, you, the viewers get to vote on. Yes. You know, it's not like the game awards over there. No, but there's a travesty. Elden Ring is not sweeping it like I want it to. <laughs> as so it should. Make sure, as it should. As, as it's as God it given right to land, liberty and the pursuit of getting Elden Ring game of the year it's oh. not even in second place my what? audience is failing me i need you guys add mr Babbit over on twitter it's probably it's right there just vote just vote make yeah. elden ring win it's we my game of the year so far as well uh, it, I, come I, on 
What are we doing say, here? And I'm not even supposed to like that game, to be honest with you, but somehow I absolutely love it. Joe, That's the real travesty. Yes, it, it hi, is. Boom. And uh, you know what? We, we will get to you and, and we will shout out your trophy room awards, which okay. is a phenomenal, uh, you know, a phenomenal entry into uh, what a lot of people looked as the game awards being a little skewed. Uh, right. And they do it right over here. And the love what Joe and the team does. Joe, we'll get to you in a, in, in a moment. Uh, first of all, welcome back, Steel Ring. Hopefully your mic is working good. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. You you are yes, you are clear as day. Nice. We're going to get to you in a second. We're going to get your hot take opinion, but we got to go to Infinite Umber here. Infinite Umber, you, you, you're, you're very annoyed by this. You, you don't like the pandering. You don't like bending the knee to Sony, and that's what it seems like to you. Uh, I know you gave us your spiel momentarily, but what, what, for you, what, what, what are your takes on this? Well, for me, honestly, it comes down to Two things. The FTC doesn't want this to go through without them coming out looking like the winner somehow, right? So Microsoft has to make these these concessions. And for me as a gamer, it feels like, I don't know, like they're just being blatantly unfair to Microsoft. And not just because I'm an Xbox, you know, super fan, but the fact that Sony seems to kind of do and get away with what they want to do and acquire what they want to acquire without having so much scrutiny. But again, I know it comes because Microsoft is the big bad Microsoft like it used to be. That's how people view them still. And it's a big win for a major tech company. Then it goes down to Microsoft and Microsoft are making these these succession, these excuse me, concessions. And uh, they're not succeeding. No, they're not succeeding against the United States. They're making these concessions. And <laughs> and obviously the, the clear point is Microsoft just wants the deal done. Now they can go to court. Obviously, they have the money for it. They will outlast the FTC in that regard for their budget. It's clear if they go to an actual, you know, court away from the FTC, they're going to win. It's pretty clear cut from everything we've heard from Hogue and other people still, you know, Luke Steele and everybody like that. Shout out Luke Steele. Uh, but I think Microsoft just wants this out of the way. And that's why I said it's a double dip for them, because it goes into both subscription services and offers gamers the choice to buy them as well. Well, here's hand. something that's going to annoy you, folks. We got breaking news live on the air. Uh, uh -oh. Apparently, Bloomberg has just quoted Brad Smith, and he has officially confirmed that Microsoft offered Sony the deal for 10 years and to offer it into their streaming service as a, uh, as a consent decree, and they have officially refused the deal. Wow. <laughs> Sony's uh, playing hardball here, huh? Nah, that's not what it's about, man. But I'll leave, I'll leave that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous at this point. I mean, like I said, it's obvious to all of us here. None of us are some lawyer, you know, lawyered up geniuses. But it's clear Sony just doesn't want us to go through. They're not they're not signing anything. They have everything handed their way, and they're still like, nope. So it is what it is. I, I think, despite what Sony wants, at the end of the day, Microsoft will get it. But it's it's annoying that this is still ongoing. And I'll be honest with you. If I had to have them fight for these studios like this, I would rather it be a different studio that I wanted some Capcom or WB games and such. I mean, you know, just being selfish, but I, I get why as a bigger picture wise, they want ABK. I just, if, if it was up to me, it wouldn't be this company that they'd be fighting for. And, but it's a lot on the line for them to lose this, not just for Microsoft, it's more so for 
all those employees who are going to be affected. Oh, the, 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 the human mm. factor here is mm-hmm. one of the elements that seem to be, and, and you know, you know what specifically, you know, you talk about, you know, the human elements, you talk about the people that are behind this deal. This is, this isn't, this isn't of this, this deal isn't just about plastic box versus plastic box. And I know people want to simplify it and make it about that, but it's not, you have, uh, you have the C uh, the, the CWA, which is this country's biggest union. And they have obviously condemned the FTC blocking this deal. And this is, you know, again, you can look at it any way you want, but you have to bring into the conversation the fact that for the first time in gaming history, folks, a union was going to be allowed into the, into the, into the door and have a seat at the table. The g- gaming voice actors have a union, but developers do not. And this was an opportunity for the, uh, the FTC, which is supposed to be for people, right? They're supposed to represent the people that are, that, that are affected by deals this big, and they have uh, completely ignored that, the, that, that, this, that, that Microsoft has agreed to have the CWA, they, they said they're going to be they're going to be neutral. It's already being set up at Bethesda and Zenimax right now as we speak. Three hundred people have formed a union so they can have a seat at the table. That's their words. And now what we have is this being stopped because the FTC has an agenda that's politically motivated by the head chair Lena Khan. This is her politically motivated um, ideology that I think fails the American public, specifically on the fact that millions of dollars are going to be wasted. Taxpayer dollars are being wasted on something that is not going to hurt the industry, that is going to generate competition, and is going to make Sony be better, who is the market leader and has been the market leader for two plus decades. I don't understand this. It is crazy to me. And even in the complaint, uh, Steele, I want to get to you on this. You know, okay. they hey, didn't boom, even boom. Yes, sir. before yeah. you get into that. Uh, Calorie in the chat is <clears throat> trying to correct us. And I think he's actually right. He's saying Sony didn't refuse the consent to create uh, the FTC did. Yeah. Oh, FTC. OK. Yeah. OK. All right. Just thank you for the correction. Yeah, because uh, the way the way it was uh, written to me in the DM, which I opened up is, is how it was written. All right. No, no big deal. That That's fine. Um, so the FTC has d- uh, d- that, uh, uh, denied the, the, the consent decree, which is preposterous. They want to sue. <laughs> they want to sue. And again, that, that is why I'm hoping that the, the, the CMA and the EU do approve this because what it's going to do is then put Lena Khan's toes to the fire. Uh, she's going to have to make a decision on whether or not this goes in front of a federal judge. And if it does, she's going to be laughed out of, of court. There's just no doubt about it. Uh, but let's uh, steal rain. Let, let's get your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you know, you, I, I know. First of all, shout out to Calorie for making that um, that, you know, that correction. But here's shout the thing. Count. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. If Sony could, wanted to accept this deal, if they thought that this deal was going to be good for their gamers, they could have come out and said, FTC, hold on a sec. 
let's put out let's let's put out a public statement let's, a front-facing public statement mm-hmm. we we don't think this is going to hurt our deals we think this is a great deal for microsoft we're going to sign the contract and and the ftc would have been at that point really would have made a potentially made a different decision so i know that they officially haven't denied it but the no response allowing mm-hmm. for the ftc to make this something uh, you know, to make this uh this uh you know the lawsuit basically mm-hmm. says that they didn't want this deal to go through my question to you very simply Steele, is how better of a deal could they have been offered at this point uh to to me and how i look at it i don't think there is any better of a deal um without saying that only one side can has to make concessions versus the other side um which is tying in with umber point too earlier um it's just really weird how things are coming across like one side can have things another can't um but with the information that y'all just brought in and especially with that correction i feel like this kind of just doubles down on the point that this is definitely more so about big tech about microsoft being a being the biggest software uh company out there I think it's more so just trying to make an example out of them than anything else. Because I mean, guys, I mean, we've been talking about it for weeks. Um, Hogue law shot the Hogue. He's been breaking down the information and, and no two ways from Sunday. Can you make sense out of why this deal doesn't make sense for Microsoft or how it's going to damage people um, or the industry person more so than anything else? Uh, because I mean, I was leaning more so towards, Hey, Sony just doesn't want to get it done um, because King David also brought up an excellent point on Sunday uh, about it possibly being about the union side of everything. And I can, if you look at it from a, an honest lens, I'll say um, that could be very true. Uh, That is something that within the gaming industry has been extremely difficult uh, to make sure that everybody gets at least fair play, uh, fair pay, uh, especially like QA testers and things like that. And I know people don't see, not everybody sees the value in those people, but even the little guy needs to be taken care of so that you can put out better games, right? Um, quality testing is such a major thing, and that's one of the uh, major sides of why the the union and everything is going to be important, along with devs and everything else. I'm making sure they're taken care of. Uh, but, uh, I, again, I, if the only thing that I see is them trying to make an example um, out of Microsoft just because they can. Microsoft can afford to go to court. Microsoft can uh, can afford to either choose to fight this or not. Um, and I think at this point it's going to be a really telling sign on whether they see worth on chasing this down to to totality, which I believe that that they should. Um, I, I don't think they should back off the whole Activision deal. I know people are like, oh, well, maybe they should stop it, drop everything, and just pay them their money and focus on these other deals. And it's like, oh, I mean, I, I understand where you guys are coming from, uh, but there's so much more, including the human element with uh, with Activision Blizzard, that I think is going to be extremely important um, when they come under Microsoft. So. Looking at it on that side, that's the only thing that I can come up with now that is the crux of this entire conversation now. So, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, it is pretty preposterous that Sony found this deal uh, from the get-go to be unacceptable. And as the years of the deal uh, went up, uh, upwards of, of a decade, uh, it still wasn't good enough for them. Uh, like I said, if they really wanted this deal to go through, if they wanted to be a part of the solution and not be a part of the problem, 
they could have publicly come out and said, yes, we just we just met with Microsoft. They offered us this, that, and a third. We thought it was uh, it was it was a good deal for our gamers. Um, and uh, the FTC may or, or may not have moved to to block it because what it seems like is that they are concerned for one entity, not the uh, not the open market. Um, and in my opinion, that is clear as day. I, I mean, I know that opinions are like a holes, and everyone has one, but I mm-hmm. think that the facts of the of of the case in front of us dictate that Sony is doing everything in their power to get this deal stopped. Uh, they are the only one complaining. They're the only ones that have spent time and money going to every part, every part of the world to get this deal blocked from other regulators. What I'm hoping happens, and and again, I I can't say for sure because the the the, the outlier here, or the wild card, if you will, is the CMA, and is the EU regulators. Um, what's interesting, and I know I, I I talked about this with everyone yesterday. Microsoft signed uh, a $2 billion deal with the London Stock Exchange, which, believe it or not, Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. the CMA or the EU regulators. As Mm -hmm. a matter of fact, the EU regulators just passed a deal that the uh, London stock market had with another company, and they let them merge. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, obviously, Microsoft is heavily invested in that region. What I'm hoping for is justice. I'm hoping that at the end of the day, uh, the facts of the case are used to make a proper decision. And obviously, uh, one of one of the many people uh, or the, the the developers and publishers that the CMA and the EU um, have polled, that document made the rounds yesterday. And obviously, who it was was redacted. We don't know who it was, but whoever it was had an incredible closing statement where they basically said that there is literally nothing wrong with this deal and that they feel that it's, it is the CMA's duty to allow the deal to go through for the benefit of the entire industry, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, and again, those documents are going to start making the rounds. I would imagine that by the time mid-January has come and went, when the CMA and the EU are to make their decisions on this, we'll probably have a dozen of these uh, documents. I'm just interested to see what the overall consensus is for the entire uh, industry rather than just, we know what Sony said. They, they, their 22 page document was out there for everyone to see. Um, and uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is, but you know, Mr. Bed, but let's get your opinion on this. Are you surprised by the, the bullishness of Sony and the fact that they didn't say anything at all. I'm more surprised Elden Ring is not winning our game of the year right now. That is the shocker. I will say it's a shocker. Everybody. We need to go. We need to vote. We need to make our voice heard. You know know why it's not happening, right? Why? A lot of PlayStation guys that follow you are like, nope. If we can't get justice in the VGAs, we'll get justice in this world. (laughs) That's that's exactly what it is. I need it. I need vindication. I'll do it um, for you. Thank you. you. God bless. This this man is a a fan of democracy. (laughs) Guys, I'm going to say something very unpopular, but I do expect a round of applause. First off, thanks for being here. Or thank you for having me, rather. Um, 
nobody knows what's going on, man. I don't know what's going. I mean, every like you read this, you're like, yes, this this should go through. This sounds like a good deal. I'm not a poker player. I would take this. This sounds like this is the absolute best that I'm going to get. This sounds like everything that Jim Ryan probably wanted. Again, like I'm walking. If I'm walking, like. If I'm Jimbo, I, I feel like I'm walking into the Sony exec board meeting going, all right, this is, guys, look at how good I just did, right? right. Like, this is, exactly. <laughs> this is really good. We did it. We did it, guys. But apparently he's a better poker player than I or everybody else thought. Because every step of the, the way through here, we've all been wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. we've all thought, I'm like, okay, this, this is where this story ends. But it keeps going. Oh, the FT, you know, what is it? Like back in October, like there's no way they're going to sue. And then here we are, right? So it's just like, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know bird law. But to me, it seems like an open and shut case. And look at I'm a I'm a PlayStation guy. I think actively this this deal should go through. Am I a fan of it? Not really. But at the end of the day, do I feel like in my heart of hearts everything's perfectly legal as an old country lawyer? Yeah, it should go through. And I, hopefully that means Sony gets weird and it tries to do some different things with its studios, different IP. But Sony's looking at this differently. Um, and I've said this uh, numerous times to people yelling at me, so I must be doing something right. And I'll say here, it's an existential crisis for everyone. This is a big deal for everyone. It's a big deal for Sony because Sony knows Microsoft is not going to stop at Activision Blizzard. It's going to go and acquire more publishers, right? So they're saying if we could stop it here and now, we're going to. It's a big problem for Microsoft because they have executive, CEO, all of it, you know, uh, bonuses, their careers tied to this deal. So there is some huge implications if this thing doesn't go through right so for microsoft it's not like if this thing doesn't go through you know big old sati and nadella goes okay well you still have 70 billion dollars go out and spend that's not how this shit works sorry uh cussed i forgot it's not that's all right it, that's all right it's like we gotta evaluate now because now the the market or the environment around us rather looks a whole lot differently because we can't just go out there and scoop these companies that we want to scoop it's going to be a lot more difficult because we are a two trillion dollar company and we are looked at differently than the other companies out there so that's not a great look this is important it's important to them they know that and it's really important what y'all said right activision blizzard i want bobby kotick gone more than most people right, right. um you're seeing yeah some huge infighting there and people fighting to make that workplace better. And it seems like Microsoft is going to be the best suitor to make those things a reality. And if this deal doesn't go through, what happens to Activision, right? Like what happens to them? God knows who knows. Do they go out there and try to merge with EA? Like reports were claiming a year back, probably. But all I know is that the environment's not going to improve for those people trying to fight for a better workplace. Yep. Right for those no. unions inside of Raven and 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 um, and uh, Buffalo right now, that's that's the thing that I care most about. I don't care if PlayStation gets this thing or not. I want to make sure that those people are well taken care of. But the fact of the matter is, I can't I can't tell you that um, the FTC goes to court and it doesn't win. I can't tell you that I'm not. A, 
not lawyer. I, I can't tell you. Right. Uh, what I see it is that, yeah, they probably should. But honest to goodness, do I know for sure? No. Do I want this deal to go through again? Reluctant? Yes. Reluctant? Yes. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, we don't know what's going on. We can make assumptions all we want, and that's fine. But I don't know. I don't know. And listen, again, everyone's been wrong. Like, you know, I love Hogue. He is one lawyer. There are hundreds of lawyers right now fighting for this thing to either go through or not to go through. Each of them probably has their own different opinion or viewpoint and whatever have you. So to me, it we really have to be a little pragmatic in the way we look at this going, I, I, I know near nothing, Jon Snow, about what's, what's about to go down. And I got to, I got to wait to see how this thing, this thing actually opens up in front of us. The only thing I can do is react. And to me, I, I, I take a look at what the FTC, FTC's concerns of, and I just see Microsoft making an active attempt to quell those concerns. And I would say, you know, Microsoft offering call of duty, even the licensing, they're not just, they, they they're not saying we're going to put, Call of Duty on PlayStation Plus carte blanche. PlayStation does have to pay for that. Like, they have to pay for the right yeah. to license mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that being said, though, Microsoft going, eh, we give you three years. Eh, we'll give you more than three years. Oh, we'll give you ten years. Put it on PlayStation Plus just screams we not that we want to get this through, but we need to get this through. Right. That's how it screams to me as a, just a total non-lawyer person. Mm-hmm. Microsoft sees that there's a, a a real chance that this thing doesn't go through, and they are offering now the part that we all thought was going to happen. This is the concession portion. This is where they start conceding things. Um, this is what you know is going to probably hurt for probably both sides here, right? Because PlayStation isn't going to get to keep all of you know the the Activision goodness from them, but they're going to be able to probably keep Call of Duty, you know. The concession for Microsoft is what? They, they they get to double dip and get money off of PlayStation players and Xbox players. I don't know. Um, it's this is this is the concession portion. When I see the CMA, FTC, EU asking these questions in a rather pointed manner, I just see this as part of the process. Yeah. They're saying this is what we see. Now prove us that this isn't the way we we're seeing it. And Microsoft has to prove that. So I don't know. Uh, is it politically charged? Absolutely. Every FTC is going to have, depending on who the president is, um, is going to have a political slant. That's always been the way it's been since what, like the 1920s since the FTC is formed. So like, that's always going to be a thing. It's always going to be politically motivated. This one, this FTC is more about regulation, uh, stiff regulation than the laissez-faire attitude it's been uh you know the past four years prior so to me i don't know what's going on i'm not a doctor (laughs) let alone a lawyer so all i can say is we got to just wait to see how this thing this this deal happens it's gonna happen it's gonna take it's gonna take time it's gonna take time but i'm not gonna pretend to be a lawyer i i don't know who's right and wrong i i I'll crumble on the on, on the podium. You know, I can't make an argument to save my life. But what wow. I can say is, we need to save democracy. We need to vote for Elden Ring for the trophy reward. <laughs> That's all I know. 
voting. Well, back. listen, at, at the end of the day, this deal is either going to go through or it's not. Uh, I, I feel that it is a travesty if it doesn't. And like I said, I know from an ex, an ex, you know, from a. It'd be, a, it's not a travesty boom. I think it'd be real dumb. It's like, obvious. well, it, it, it would be you dumb because, like I ever. said, what's being ignored here is who it's going to help in the in the end. Yeah. Consumers are going to have better choices and a better way to get Activision content on Xbox. Uh, potentially, PlayStation players are going to have the ability to, through their subscription, get a game that Sony is charging seventy dollars for, or Activision is charging seventy bucks for. And or Microsoft, to, huh? huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so, so, so. I mean, there's, there, there, there's that. There's yeah. also the fact that, um, you know, Bobby Kotick is going to be removed from power. Uh, and yeah. Someone new is going to take over with an ideology that is much different than is currently the standard, uh, you know, the the standard way of doing business in Activision Blizzard and King. And also, uh, I don't know. One of the most important moves I think in gaming history, outside of the actual deal itself, is the fact that unions. Are going to be allowed to uh, to form in gaming, which again this opens up the door for the entire industry, not just um, uh, Xbox, not just Microsoft. This is going to open the door for unions to form around the country, and that is an that is that is an important aspect of and, and I would even dare say it's probably the most important aspect of the deal, and for the FTC to completely ignore. Not only the fact that uh, the, a 10-year deal with a parody and PlayStation Plus, uh, you know, uh, you know, act, you know, uh, the game going into PlayStation Plus to completely ignore that, to completely degrade that, that as if that's not trying to be done. This you can easily see that this is uh, this is a politically motivated move by Lena Khan and the FTC against big tech. And obviously, there's a there is a prejudice there against Microsoft for past for past dealings, and to some extent, rightfully so. But when you when, when you when your law document that is going to be viewed by a judge claims that one side said something to another, and then that side the 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 EU comes out and says that's they never made those promises to us, and we never asked for them. It already is is a sinking ship for the FTC, and I think that considering. That they that she has brought cases and lost four consecutive cases. Now maybe the fifth one with this one that's at the Supreme Court. It's not it's not a good look for her. It's not a good look for the FTC. And there are there are uh, screaming points all around. The fact that that this 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 panel is supposed to have five people and it only has four because one quit and they and they're not in a rush to fill that position says that there is some. Um, untrustworthy things going on at the FTC. At least that's how I look at it. But we Ever do see have... House of Cards. Yes. House of Cards. House, is a... There are yeah, House well, of Cards in it right now. Absolutely. But listen, they have a body as we speak. I can't. We... Yeah. Well, that, that dude's never going to work again. That guy's probably going to jail, but uh, <laughs> I'm talking about spacing. Yeah. That guy's that's in big right. trouble. Um, but listen, I got to catch him with some of the super chats and then we will get to the last topic. And this one is an interesting one because uh, Aaron Greenberg, good guy of the industry, you know, great friend of many people in this community, uh, has uh, been out there trying to calm the fires of concern for Xbox in 2023. Uh, I believe what he's putting down because there's no reason for him to lie. Uh, 2022 
is a bad year for Xbox. Uh, there's no doubt about it. It's a disappointing year. Some people um, are suggesting that this was done to uh, not look as strong as they will in 2023 for regulators. Obviously, it didn't work because they're being sued to block the deal. Um, a lot of people on this panel, a lot of people in this in this chat right now walked away from the Game Awards extremely disappointed with Xbox because all they showed was a, I don't know, 90-second trailer for Game Pass. No first-party goodness, no gameplay, no trailers, no nothing. And people walked away disappointed. And that is, I think, why Aaron Greenberg was out here saying, hey, folks, listen, take it easy. 2023 is going to be completely, it's going to be amazing for Xbox gamers. We have a lot still to show, which I believe, I think 2023 ultimately for gaming is going to be huge. But I think for Xbox gamers, it is going to be a monstrous year Granted that we do get the three games that were delayed from this year in Starfield, Redfall, and for and uh, Forza Motorsport, and potentially, and again, this is just a potentially, uh, one or two more, more first-party games on the back end of the year for the holiday, and hopefully Hellblade 2 will be one of those games. We know that a couple of months ago they finished all of the mocap. They're currently putting the game together. Hopefully they can have that done by the end of next year, and maybe in holiday would be able to say, yeah, Microsoft dropped four or five first-party games, and they're all bangers, as the kids say. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Relax on that word. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, so Great I, I know. experiences. Great experiences. times. I love it. I love yeah. it. But listen, let me read the Super Chats. Uh, we have one from uh, Drawn TJ. Drops a very generous $10 Super Chat. And says, it's like David King said, uh, King David said last night on Dirt Griggity's podcast, which I was listening to, he says that this is a poison pill because every time a PlayStation fan starts up Call of Duty, they will see the Xbox logo. And that's very true. Arigato Sir drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Hogue said that it has a 40% chance that this deal passes. Yeah, obviously, the more problems that are thrown in the way of it, the lesser chance that this deal is going to go through. But at the end of the day, we will know where Microsoft sits with the, uh, with the announcement or the um, um, decisions of both the CMA and the EU commission, <clears throat> which is expected to happen mid January of 2023. So we are a few weeks away from that. And at that point, if they both approve Lena Khan is going to have a decision to make, and I think that ultimately she or the FTC will walk away from this deal because they do not want to lose in court again. And that's ultimately why the injunction has not been issued by the FTC, because they do not want this going to federal court. We also have Eli Slomovich, good friend, all the way from Israel. He drops a $5 super chat and says, and that's what he said. Bloomberg just quoted Brad Smith and, and confirmed Microsoft offered the deal to the FTC as FYC. Yeah, that's why I, I didn't understand it. Um, as a consent decree, and they refused, sent you a tweet in a DM. Yeah, so th- thank you for that, brother. Definitely appreciate it. And thanks to Calorie for doing the correction live on the air. Uh, Drawn TJ drops an additional $5 super chat and says, Microsoft should say, hey, put PlayStation Plus on Xbox and we put Game Pass Ultimate on PlayStation along with the 10-year offer, that's never going to happen. Uh, they're yeah. just It's two different entities, you know, and they're just doing their own thing, and it's fine. It's fine. 
Highlander 001 drops out an additional $5 super chat and says if it turns into a drawn out court battle with not only the FTC, but also the CMA and the EU, Microsoft shareholders may simply want to walk away. And I believe that is, in fact, the truth. But listen, let's get into your expectations for 2023. I'm going to start first with Steel Rain here. Steel, um, Aaron Greenberg, he's out there. He's making the rounds. He's trying to quell everyone's concerns about 2023. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, some people have suggested, oh, no, being that this deal has not gone through, is Microsoft going to have another bad year? I don't think they can survive with fans. Uh, A lot of fans are frustrated with the way Microsoft has been putting out their own content. Now, listen, take, say what you want about, you know, their first party. It's true. They, they did not show up to the, uh, to the party prepared, Um, but they did levy a huge amount of games into Xbox game pass, which I cannot complain. I do feel well represented there, but we want first party goodness. There's no doubt about it. What do you have any concerns for 2023 as what some people are saying? Um, personally, I don't. Um, but again, I can also be fair and say, um, I don't look at first party or value first party the same way other people do. Um, they're typically not the main reason why I get a console, they're actually the cherry on top of anything else. Uh, because I usually find myself lost in other games now. For to speak on Xbox just specifically, um, for everything that has lined up to this point, us coming off the pandy, then picking up publishers, then picking up developers, studios, with everything that's been going on, 2023 really lines up for it to be the perfect year per se now again the world could go to uh uh, he double hockey stick in a hand basket uh quick fast in a hurry but um with everything the way that it's lining up currently and especially how they flitted out game pass this year personally um in my opinion um at least sets the stage for what is possible and if they can hit the cadence of hey we could get a first party game out uh, once a quarter, um, which I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be able to. You got Starfield, Redfall, um, and some other games that are along the horizon too that I want to see some more about. about. Um, I, I don't know if that's going to come out next year, but um, there are quite a few games uh, that can definitely come in and set a not a set a new standard, but also just pull in a lot of attention uh, for the masses, right? Because that's what's going to get the people talking, um, along with those consistent deals that they cut to put into Game Pass. Um, because whether people want to realize it or not, Game Pass is the vehicle. Game Pass is the exclusive now. Um, and I'm, not everybody's going to see it that way. A lot of people are going to stay stuck in the um, old way of how we need to look at games. Uh, but with the age of accessibility on this, this golden age of gaming, I personally think, my brother from another Pong says the same, um, I think that Xbox, it, the only thing that bothers me at this point is is there a marketing going to do the games justice on whatever deal that they get? Um, that's the most frustrating part for me always. Cause it's like, why do I have to go out in public? And when people ask me about Xbox, um, they're completely unfamiliar with any of the games that could be possibly in their library. Um, but as soon as you mention PlayStation, they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. They got this, 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 um, I see these commercials all the time. And it's that marketing It's just putting it into people's heads. Even if it's not, you know, I know a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, the, the common gamer or the common folk are, aren't they're really going to pay attention. And as true as that may be in some aspects, it's all about planting a seed. And 
they missed a prime opportunity planting a seed, although they did it a little bit uh, with that Game Pass trailer. Good look, have fun. I don't know who thought that hashtag was just going to set on fire all of a sudden um, <laughs> with, with today's kids or just with us in general. Uh, I see what they were going for, but no, it's not. It was, it was like a little weird. But uh, nonetheless, I think it's going to be a solid year, but I'm also expecting – PlayStation to come back next year also with their exclusive. So it's, I think it's going to be a real competition next year, and I'm excited for that. So, Yeah, no, I, I think gaming all around is going to be uh, tremendous. I think there's going to be, um, you know, uh, just every, no matter what platform you play on, whether it be PC, PlayStation, mm-hmm. Switch, or, or, or Xbox, I think, uh, I think the issue at hand is going to be money and time. There's going to be so many, so much content for all. If you're like me and you, I don't mean I don't play on PC, but I have play yeah. on the three mains, yeah. and uh, I think it's it's just going to be um, pretty ridiculous um, of, for for gaming as, as as a whole. But I think it's ultimately going to be one of the biggest game uh, gaming years for Xbox in it, a decade. If wow. I could tie it up real quick with a yeah, with please, a bow, by all means, quick, just, a, just with a, I'm gonna put a fine bow on it. What gets me the most excited, especially based off of this year, is the games that have the possibility to come into Game Pass because that yeah. means there's gonna be more people within the ecosystem, maybe more people playing uh, service-based game, multiplayer games um, that I tend to find myself highly invested in. Um, and I think that's the that's the true market that they're trying to make sure that they break into, continue to flush out. Um, but that's what gets me extremely excited because there's no telling um, what they're willing to put in their service. So. Yeah, you know, okay. So where 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 this this entire uh, conversation stemmed from was from a tweet mm-hmm. um, from Aaron Greenberg. Of course, he is the VP uh, of Xbox Games Marketing at Microsoft. Not surprised. He is heavily invested in charity he is heavily invested in this community um he constantly is out there speaking with the peoples uh, and this is what he had to say he says congratulations to all the teams that helped create so many games being recognized today at the game awards uh nominees across our industry uh just did a count and there are 15 different games nominated so you can play right now in xbox game pass across xbox pc and cloud um Mm -hmm. and he follows that up with can confirm 2023 will be bananas. And I do believe him. I think that they're they're going to hit the ground running, whether this deal goes through or it doesn't. I think that at this point, there is nothing more Microsoft. Microsoft can't hide uh, behind delays anymore. Uh, I think there's a lot of people here that will agree that they have been waiting for that, you know, wait till next year, wait till next year, wait till next each E3. I think this is the year that we're going to see come to fruition what we've always expected Xbox to do, and that's deliver on quality, AAA, first-party goodness. Uh, let, let me go over to Retri on this. Retri, w- 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 when, you, when you look at what he had to say, not only do you believe him, but do you think it's time? Well, I know it's time. I think everybody knows it's time, right? Xbox guys are the most patient people on the planet earth because we've been waiting for a while for Microsoft to step up like they have and they are. And I'm very happy with the direction that they're going in. And that's why I do a show, you know, about, about game pass. So I'm hoping this means we are getting the rumored XO 23 in 
January, maybe. Um, it's got to be in the beginning of the year if there is going to be a show. And that's obviously for the Xbox fan base. They did miss an opportunity to advertise to the average Joe because we all know the XOs are for the people already in your platform. But I will be happy at least if they do that. I mean, we should be getting Redfall. I'm hoping in Q1, at least that's what I think is going to happen. So, and then of course we got Forza Motorsport, uh, Starfield. I'm thinking second half of the year, later in the year, maybe Hellblade, which would be fantastic. We've seen so much of Hellblade. I just, I, I really do think it's coming out next year. Um, we got Age of Empires 4 coming to console. I'm very excited for people to play that game, and I'm very curious to see how the controls work out on that game because it's it's hard on PC, so it's going it to might be difficult to uh, transfer that over, but we'll see. Um, Shout out to the Trey Boucher's. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited about first party because it's finally happening, right? All right. But, 2022 was supposed to be it's 2023 and I really just want the ABK thing to be done so I can get Diablo four into game pass. So I don't have to pay for it, Um, which is one of my most anticipated games by a mile. Um, Yep. Of course my preferences change daily, but if there is an XO, I personally, because I'm greedy, just like I want Microsoft to gobble up everything like Pac-Man because I want everything in Game Pass. But you know what? I'm not going to apologize for that because I'm a consumer. Every time Xbox buys anybody, I save money. I don't know why anyone as an Xbox fan wouldn't want that, Mm -hmm. but I'd like to see Contraband, State Mm -hmm. of Decay 3, some gameplay fable yeah. tease me again i don't care i'm i'm fine with you know yeah uh, I, 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 mean, I know i know where you're going down you're talking about the cg uh the, yeah, the i'm fine with cg people are, get all bent out of shape they get bent out of shape i'm okay with it i mean yeah. look at diablo it was another cg and it got me hyped Spectacular the very, CG, by the they way. are yeah. so good at the <laughs> cg they are <laughs> bar none one of the best perfect <laughs> dark like where's my indiana jones i want to know about my possible uncharted has it play what's it look like is it is it definitely third person and and everwild what the hell is going on with the everwild yeah, right? hey, hey retry somebody in the space that the other day said what if uh indiana jones is a point and click game i was like Man, i will you know what flipping <laughs> i will flip this freaking table right over that was really hard for me not to swear just now boom so i, I held it back but yeah i appreciate it <laughs> nothing too in-depth I just want nibbles, just a taste of what's coming up. And I think we deserve that. I don't like their, if they're going forward with their whole 12 month plan. I hate, hate that idea. I think so it's I. bad marketing. Yeah, I, I, I don't like it. I don't like I it. Don't um, like I, it. Sony is very corporate. Isn't known for doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, who's it's that very, serve? Who's that serve? It doesn't serve you, at, at least in my opinion. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I, no, no, I was no, just no. saying I don't see I don't think it serves the public to just do the twelve what's just coming out, you know. 
I oh, like okay. tease me. I don't give a shit. Oops, sorry. Yeah. Man, no, no, it's it fine. There, it's there fine. Listen, <laughs> that's okay, brother. It's, it's, it's okay. Let's let's bring you son of a. There you go. There you go. If yeah, number, yeah. let's bring you into the conversation here. Uh, this there's something to be said about uh, Microsoft's. Uh, I mean, Phil Spencer has said it himself, right? He knows that we are dis- we, we are we are frustrated. Uh, he has said it numerous times on numerous interviews that he understands the frustration. We uh, he understands you. that uh, the Xbox first party teams have not delivered in a while, and I and again would take nothing away from Halo. Take nothing away from Forza um, Horizon Five. Both, both in my opinion,s masterclass releases. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Fable. We're talking about Avowed. We're talking about um, you know compulsion games, third person, story driven, mm-hmm. you know, uh, fantasy IP that we yeah. haven't seen. The, the, in, these are what the people have been asking for. Yeah, and Exiles working on stuff. Hellblade 2 been in development since before 2018. It's now going to be 2023. What what's going on? We understand yeah. COVID. We're 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 not boobs here. Mm-hmm. But people want these masterclass experiences. And like I said on numerous podcasts, Sony does this to great success. They release their own first party games, but they have marketing deals and exclusives that that are raised. By the release of God of Wars and The Last of Us and the games of that ilk, that's exactly what's going to happen with Microsoft. Their smaller deals on games that are a lot smaller than their big AAA bombs are going to be elevated because everyone is going to be invested into this ecosystem because of the first-party games. And then, of course, everyone around them that they make these deals for these smaller indie titles, these smaller double and triple A developed titles are going to be raised up right along Fable and Avowed and Hellblade and Motorsport and, and Starfield. What are your personal expectations for 2023? My expectations are to be blown away. And listen, I, I had this discussion in that space, man. And, you get a lot of mixed reactions and emotions and it's unfortunate, right? Because I'm a diehard Xbox fan. I've been with the, you know, platform since this is why we love you, brother, because not only are you one of the most charismatic people on the, in our spaces, but you wear your heart on your sleeve, but you Mm -hmm. do it in a way with class. I appreciate that brother. Yeah. And, I don't I don't say anything just to say it. Right. And I, I think that of you guys, too. I think you all are genuine people. So if, if I have a genuine issue with Xbox, believe that it's what I really feel. Uh, and if I love it, I truly love it. And it goes for anything. Uh, and it goes for, you know, even with PlayStation, with the games I play, I don't lie on games. I don't lie how I feel about something. It's trivial to do that. We love games. We should not have to lie about it. Uh, my biggest feeling is is that Microsoft has come up short. And however that has been the case that they've come up short, it just is what it is. So as a consumer of their product, as a consumer of Xbox, as a proud consumer and, and you know supporter of Game Pass, and I'm much like you, Retri, when it comes to, yeah, I want them to gobble up everything. I've said it many times. I'm very greedy when it comes to that. And I'm a selfish gamer. All of us are. So the whole, oh, what about this? I don't care. I want Xbox to have it because it goes to Game Pass. 
Microsoft has to step up because for the simple fact, uh, for the past two years, we've been kind of slim. Last, this year, particularly. Last year, better. But this year, two AA games, and I loved both. That's the funniest part. Like, they're not giving us trash. They're giving us good stuff. But you cannot just give us two games, AA games, one second party, one first party, and be like, oh, that'll do it. Because the other Xbox, you know, you know, Game Pass games we gave you. That's not it. Now, I will say this, though, as a caveat. 2023 uh, Game Pass games, third party, look ridiculously great. I'm looking at a list right now, and it's like, do we really need yeah. first party? I don't know. Liza P replaced. Seriously. Monster Hunter uh, Rise. Yes. Persona Monster 3 and 4. January. Yeah. Walker 2. Atomic um, Heart. One for the Jesus, one from the Russian team. Um, Atomic Heart. And Atomic then, Heart. Yeah. Yes. And yes. The, yeah. So many. Flintlock. I'm that's one of my most excited. Oh, for dude, I am so excited for Flintlock. It's 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 Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. meets um something. Yeah, I mean just, it looks really, really good, dude. <laughs> it looks really good. And like, and I I mean I can go on and on and on. One thing I will give Microsoft credit for is that they have done an exemplary job, right? Of game pass. You cannot take that from them. That, you, you, know resp- you know who's you know who's I don't want to say she's solely responsible, mm. but Sarah Bond mm-hmm. is a beast when she it is. comes to her yeah, position. I mean, I can, I mean, I'm a huge fan of her. The fact that she follows me, mind blown, right? Like, why me? She is uh, a dominant force. I think that she, her, her career is, is sky going to skyrocket. And I said this before, mm-hmm. I'll say it again. She's going to eventually take over for Phil Spencer. I think that would be an incredible position for her. But specifically on the game, the Game Pass front, she leads that conversation. Let's let let's not let, make that mistake. And she has done a phenomenal job mm-hmm. on delivering content on the, on the bad year. Sixty day and date games, not yeah. including. Umbra put that out there. You put an incredible, tw- an incredible yeah. tweet, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and. We, I think, in the vacuum of things, we kind of lose track of that and kind of, you know, like, where's the first party? I mean, you're going to have some great. We had good. We had a really good uh, year for Game Pass this year, right, for third party and and everything involved. 2023 is going to be a golden year without a question. But what I want from them, it might not necessarily be what we get, but I feel like we got Redfall. We have Forts of Motorsport and we have Starfield. Obviously, Starfield is going to be the star of the year. I feel mm-hmm. like the second half has to be accounted for, though. I feel like we still need at least two more games. You know I something, know if that dude? Wrong or not. I, I'm going to say something here that uh, that uh, that lines up exactly what you're saying. One one of the biggest complaints or criticisms that I would personally have with Microsoft would be the fact that they sometimes don't understand that it is a 12 month year because mm-hmm. they pack all of these games into six months and for six months we don't have anything first party i think they need to spread it out uh i i mean again this this yeah. this next this next first half of 2023 we are expecting all three of these delayed games but that cannot be where it ends we need something on the back end of 2023 I'll, but please continue yeah, and and that's the thing. So, I, I and I know other people have shared that sentiment. I saw Paris talk about that before, and he pointed out that he still feels like 
it would not be a whole full like uh, W without them having something in the second half to kind of satiate us, right? So I feel like I feel like Hellblade Two needs to happen, right? And I think many of us do. Uh, I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion where we last saw them in development. It seems like it would fit in line with them releasing in the second half of twenty twenty three. And then you got avowed, and I'm wondering how far along that is. If if in, in my opinion. If Microsoft could deliver Redfall, Forza, uh, Starfield, all great exceptional. I already know Forza's gonna be. I'm not even worried about Forza. Redfall and Starfield, obviously. And I'm I have much trust on those two. But if those games all hit and then the second half they hit Hellblade 2 and let's say Avowed or any other game, Contraband. I know Contraband is second party technically, but imagine one of those. And if they all hit and land as five or six first party like that second party slash second party i would be content especially with considering what we're getting from third party into game pass day and date i would be content with that i i would give them a good grade for that but my greed <laughs> leads me okay. to want more for uh first party in the second half because it feels like like you all hey you owe me hey hey you remember how patient we were right i'm, I'm gonna need something on the back end right there uh, feel but maybe that's just me being greedy and unfair uh, i think though like i said if they can have those actual five drop and those games come in third party into the service no it's gonna be madness Absolutely. It is going to, it's going to be madness because remember mm-hmm. we th- these delays have pretty much set a precedence for 2023 of what we know but right. there's a lot that we don't know and specifically aaron greenberg said hey guys gals gamers we still have stuff we that we haven't we haven't put out there that's coming true not in 2024 2025 next year so what you're saying is that xbox will have a year unlike any time before it based on everything we have in front of us it's going to be madness literally kind of beat 2007 let's go that's what i'm I'm saying literally a golden year and it's been long enough it's been a long time coming uh and as somebody pointed out, 2016 was the last AAA new IP. Ah, that's a long time. Uh, listen, I have faith in Xbox, right? And I think all of us do. And I think that 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 faith is going to be paid off in 23. I honestly do. I just feel like they have to kind of make up for, if that makes sense, from the shortcomings of the past. Uh, but I will say, again, if they have those games launch and we still get those third-party games, nobody should really be complaining. That's a major W for all of us, especially if you're a Game Pass subscriber, which if you're not, what are you doing? What, what, what's, what, what you're doing wrong? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. My, my, only, my only question is, that does it does it only take first-party games to consider that a W for you? I don't. And, that, and that's why I said I think 2023 is a unique situation where... But you name multiple first-party type games that you mm-hmm. said, oh, if these games drop, then oh, that's a W for me. And no, I'm saying me, even to those and those. Oh, uh, yeah, that's okay, I got it. with it. Yeah. He's greedy, remember? He can have... I gotta get my achievements. I'm an achievement. I want everything. But no, I agree with you. That's why I said 23 is kind of unique in that there are so many quality major triple a and all those types of games and double a games coming to the yeah. service that i would get over the first party not being there and i well, said that in the past show with boom i said if if you got game pass which is like you yeah. pointed out steel which is basically its own exclusive to, to xbox be, right but yeah 
not only should you not <laughs> complain, it's not really that. It's you've right. got the right to complain, but it's the right, fact exactly. that you have so many quality games. It does first party matter when you have all of those great games coming? I think that's what's different now too compared to like the conversation we had before because AAA games meant something or that that higher A games meant something because of the quality games that we were used to getting compared to like what indies are now, you know, comparatively. So it's like now when you're looking at games, you're getting a higher quality games than we've ever seen before across mm-hmm. the board from random devs, more devs from out of the East are coming out. They're invigorating uh, the R- just the RBG genre. Like mm-hmm. there's so many other things that are incorporation too, that it's like, I feel like it gets lost in the ethos with some people because I mean, the focus has been, and then, and it's like no fault to anybody, but the focus has been, Hey, First party games. That's what you need to focus on. These are what really sell, sell your console. Um, but we've and we've we've kind of seen it where the direction has been more so. Hey, well, look at you might have that next Forza, but then look at these other six mm-hmm. great games that came yeah. out that same month. You know? I'll yeah. say the um, the popular thing if you guys would like. Please, well, we got to get your opinion before we get on oh, ad right? here, Joe. Yeah. So, so yeah, throw, guys, throw, we, throw, we, throw we, your name into how the many times are we gonna let them pull the the, the football from under us? We say, are, this are you saying year. don't fall for the banana in the yeah, snowpipe? Don't, don't yeah. fall for the guy. The, the guy gets boo paid this to get, man. Boo! I don't boo. The guy gets, <laughs> <laughs> and to think I just voted in your awards. He got our vote, and he's like, "Now nah, I'm gonna give it to you." Guys. We say this every year, right? Like Aaron Greenberg's job is to hype up the brand. He you does know, a great job at it. Phenomenal. Yeah, um, I would love to be his uh, his understudy of how he does it. He's supposed to say these things. Um, I, I'm the I'm the Laps fan, right? I own all of them. Look, I got a controller right next to me. I played Halo last night, and guess what? Who I carried? Luke Lore. The, Luke the Lore. Entire yeah, goddamn I, thing. Haven't you been carrying Luke Lore for years? My entire <laughs> life, it seems. The I mean, point is, how many like. Guys, we say it like so, you know. Every, to your point, because I'm a sucker. Right? You, you, you're not like the only one. Year. You're not the only one. Brian V in the chat says, "Boom! Okay. Stop believing that hype, man. He does this every year. No right. more talking. I mean, let the game do, do, do it. Talking. He is the vice president of marketing. I would He's... imagine. Yes, this is his job. But folks... he would not say it's gonna be mediocre. Now let's <laughs> let, let's get. Real. I want Xbox to have a great year. I say this like all the yeah. time. I, I root yeah. for them. When they do good, they push PlayStation to do good. Everybody wins. Blah, blah, blah. You've heard the whole song and dance, but I believe it. Um, I want Redfall in the first six months. That game looks awesome. I say yeah. this all the time to booze, and I don't care. Starfield doesn't look great. What are you guys watching that I'm not? Because it does not look good at all. Starfield? I'm sorry. Redfall looks phenomenal. I'm going to yeah. pour some hours into that. Trolling aside, uh, <laughs> which I hope I really, I hope I really. This is like like I, angry one way or the other. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. It, it, you know like, what? It's fine. The way I see it, Microsoft has this problem of next year we're going to do better, and I think that's one critique yeah. that we constantly see. It's like, guys, don't worry. Next year is going to be better. Next year is going to be better. Next year is going to be better. You got to stop. Um, <laughs> I don't have any faith that, the, and, and here's the thing, as a Laps fan, I don't have any faith that they're going to do better. They got to yeah. show me. Yeah. I can't just be like, well, no matter, there's there's going to be games that come out here. And it's, no, I. where's the games for me, right? Yeah. Where yeah. are the games that I care about? You know, we talk about, you know, why does, you know, PlayStation, people get like amp for PlayStation. Uh, yeah, I think, Steel, you were talking about it. Because uh, exclusives do matter. 
Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah, they do. Legacy, they, 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 they are absolutely important to the conversation. T- I have take a look at frame. you know, like a, a game like God of War has legacy. That mm-hmm. game sold five million copies in the first three days, and then at the same exact time, you're seeing indies being elevated by just right. that the, the presence there. Look at Nintendo. Nintendo legacy matters. They sell ten million yeah. Pokemon, uh, and it does. That game doesn't even work. Um, <laughs> But because <laughs> and Pokemon elevates that platform, ergo it elevates indies, and Switch is now just renowned for for how strong its indie presence is. Yeah. Exclusives matter, and this is a reason why um, you know Xbox is going out there to buy things like Activision, Obsidian, yeah. and all yeah. that. They, they matter to people. Uh, legacy matters to people. It's the same reason why, like, we're so scared out over on the trophy room that we're gonna keep on getting Uncharted's because. Mm-hmm. A sequel sell, right? Though we want them to do something different, begging them, please, for the love of God. That being said, though, you know, when Xbox goes, we're gonna have a better year. You know, this is just a the first year, whatever. Development is crazy. Development constantly changes. So to me, this is right now. This is their slate: Starfield and 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 Redfall. That's nothing to scoff at if these games come through and if they're impactful. Uh, but I just need to see it. I need to see hard dates. You know, yeah. Starfield should have came out three times ago. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Right. It's true. You know, same with, same with Redfall. So I just need to, I need to see these things. I can't just get excited to, to, to get excited. It's the same. What, like, I feel like what 2023 is going to be a slower year for PlayStation. I got final fantasy look forward to, and I'm going to be amped for Spider-Man, but everything else. I don't know where I'm going to be playing the majority of my time next year. Microsoft could capitalize on that. They need to. I, 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 you know, I do think Microsoft had a different problem. And I want to talk about this because I got shit from the Sony people when I said this. Microsoft has a different plot, had a different problem that night. Uh, their execs actually showed up and celebrated games with people. PlayStations, aside from Shoe, did not. Um, it just goes to show that PlayStation's interested in selling stuff to me. They're not interested in celebrating yeah. their brand to me. Yeah, and that's a problem. I got a ton of crap from that from PlayStation folks. But dude, Say here's how- the thing. You are a PlayStation guy. Right. You like you love PlayStation legacy titles, and they're not delivering those titles. There well, you have a, a you have a right to have an opinion. Well, that, and, and that's the thing. So like like with, with like Phil was in, in in Microsoft's problem was Phil was in the room, but where was Xbox? Yes. Right. Yeah. And I and I do think that that is um it, it it's okay to be skeptical of those things and it's okay to go like I don't I don't know how many passes are we going to give um Dude, so for me you're, it's like you're not wrong for saying no that. more promises let's start showing hopefully hopefully we see some stuff in January February usually is the time when the cycle starts up again mm-hmm. that we do see hey this is our xbox direct here's what's coming in the next here's six xo months. 23 yes exactly here's, yeah. here's your redfall here's your starfield here's when you can expect them and I, and I definitely think that it's it's probably a good idea for them to wait on releasing those those dates because uh let's be honest you got a lot of great games coming out that that you know in that time frame i just i got distracted by amicia getting eaten alive um you know, you got like things like Zelda, you got things like Diablo waiting. So maybe you do want to go, okay, let's see what else is out there before we put these two new IP out there uh, and make sure we own a cycle with these games. Make sure, 100%. you know. Yeah, no, probably. Well, I mean, obviously, we he, was, he, was, 
um, you know, Matt Booty uh, said something off the record that he was quoted in saying that we have so many games that we don't know where to put them. And yeah. he might be onto something with that, but they, they, they're going to have to strategically do this because the last thing you want is a new IP being buried. Um, Absolutely. Listen, and I think yep. that's important. They, they, they talk about Starfield and this is me trying to, you know, trying to be optimistic. They talk about how they want Starfield to be the most downloaded game pass game probably this has something to do with it let's wait let's see where everything yeah. falls and whatever but i'm not throwing listen guys i'm not going to be the guy that goes like what's we're gonna get hellblade we're gonna get every, no i'm not that person i'm saying i, I mean i right am now, i'm the rah rah guy me. i yeah that's me <laughs> no, that's i'm us. very much <laughs> i'm very much the opposite i'm like no, we're gonna get you, redfall you know and starfield to be, to that's what fair. i'm looking forward to when it comes to the the oh and, and force is going to be amazing it's better than gran turismo there i said it again uh, so so now that the wolves can eat at something else um but for me like the second part of the year i don't know we, we we're, we're going to see but listen uh we're going to get to the outros in a second Sorry. Joe, i want you to go I first i know much. you're limited on time and i want you to put everyone out there to the trophy awards i want you to sell your brand but before we get to that tom from tanami uh brings up a great <gasps> point uh, tom? I, I, yeah yes i, lo- I love the name he's right i, lo- I love that little robot and he says brad smith said in this interview with bloomberg that they offered the ftc legally binding concessions and they even re- they didn't even re- they refused to even sit down with microsoft before suing so microsoft was trying to get this deal done and the ftc basically said go f yourself uh, and I think that that arrogance uh, that 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 we're seeing from Lena Khan and it, and like I said, say what you want. It's a Lena Khan led FTC. So they go by her word uh, is going to fail. And, and I think that they're going to be in big trouble. Her seat is going to be in big trouble uh, for employment if if this if the EU and the um, the UK CMA uh, approve this deal. There's going to be concessions that we know that they're willing to work with Microsoft. They're willing to work with concessions. If it gets approved there, the FTC is going to be in big trouble because if they, they, it's going to have to go to federal court and Lena Khan is going to lose again. And at that point, the U.S. government is going to have to say that she is wasting millions of taxpayer di- dollars and she's going to have to be removed from power because she does not have the people in the best interest of her decisions, which is, 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 is a part of the FTC's mission statement to the Americas, to us, to the taxpayers of this country, and she is failing us miserably. I'll leave it at that. Scott Gamer, uh, wait, JD Gamer, wow, he drops quite a few Super Chats. JD Gamer, thank you for the generosity, but more importantly, brother, thank you for being here. He says this on the first final Super Chat, the FTC knows they can't win this case in court. They sent it through their administrative review, which is, yes, which is is, is someone's fighting it right now as they believe to be un- unconstitutional, and I would agree. He says uh, to slow down and frustrate Microsoft, absolutely, they're abu- that's abuse of power, folks. That's what that is. Scott Gamer Dude drops a very generous Fathal Super Chat. Scott, what's up, brother? He says, hello, boom and panel on the topic of price hike on games doesn't affect us really we have game pass third-party games already at that price i still think it's a bad look for microsoft i'm gonna be honest with you again if if it's the lesser of three evils meaning what do we do do we increase increase the price of games and keep the console and game pass set then i'm okay with it would I like everything to stay the same? Yes. 
I don't like it, but I understand it from a business practicality. Here's where I'll have a problem, Tom. If they raise the price of games and one or two of the remainder things, Game Pass and consoles, go up, I'm going to definitely have a conniption, and I will I will Ooh. give Microsoft the righteous smoke if that Ooh. happens. I will tell I will, you that. I will be, I will be there for you. Yeah, yeah and you yeah, absolutely, and, 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 and absolutely. I will, I will not. I will I'll not take the take booze. Any, yeah, no, I'll, I'll take I'll the, the booze, booze again. It's, it's I'll fine. say the unpopular things that need to be said. Yeah, what's it still goes through? Yeah, it's gonna, all about truth, justice, and the American way. And folks, the American and you, way. And, and you're not going to get any BS from Boom. That's why Elder Ring has to win. That's why Elder Ring must win. Uh, JD Gamer drops an additional five and ten and an additional five dollars super chat. Another twenty bucks. Thank you, JD Gamer. He says the FTC wants Microsoft to walk away, but Microsoft has two billion on the line and three if they wait until uh, June. Uh, that that buys a lot of lawyering. Ultimately, the FTC will lose outright or allow concessions. That I agree. Uh, he his other super chat of ten dollars says story time. Imagine that Microsoft has left the VGAs like PlayStation left E3, but Microsoft responds by taking over the Oscars, Emmys, Grammys, and Super Bowl with bigger audience. Those award shows with VGA segment. I, I, I look, I, I know people are going to disagree with me, but I think Microsoft needs the VGAs and the VGAs needs Absolutely. Microsoft. I, I, I really think that I think they're both two behemoth entities that need each other to coexist, even though sometimes one does something that the other doesn't like. I, I again, I, I, I don't always agree with Jeff Keighley, but I will say this for the on the record for the hundredth time. I think Jeff's importance to the industry as a whole is much more than people give that man credit for. I will say that I will die on this hill about it. I don't like the way he does things. Sometimes I'm going to be honest with you. And I've called him to the carpet on it. I've had conversations on social media with him and I've gone about it politically correct, but I will say he's still an important aspect to the industry. I will say necessary evil trophy rewards are better. They have them better. There's more games we're spotlighting, more devs we're spotlighting. Joe, let, let's get no let's get to that in a second. One, one more super chat. An interesting Sorry. note from uh, JD Gamer says he had an interesting note that that Keeley didn't get to see any Xbox games because Xbox wouldn't be at the show. Uh, and for the first time uh, in forever, no leaks. I mean, listen, it, they, they didn't. They just knew that they weren't going to show up, and and that's fine. I'm not happy yeah. about it. I'm disappointed, but we will get our day in the sun. Joe, sell your brand, brother. Talk about this incredible trophy room awards that is better than Jeff Keeley's right. billion dollar run empire. And more importantly, where can people subscribe to your YouTube channel? This is, these are all important things. You mind if I drop a link in the chat? Drop as many links as long as it's not porn related. You're good. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm just going to drop one. It's Save Democracy. <laughs> vote Elden Ring. Everything's on the line here, folks. Uh, follow me at I Mr. Bad Bit. Follow me on your room. awards, by the way, so you know that. I'm starting Thank- to think Bad Bit switched to the, the, the PFPs or something. Like, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> like Elden it's actually Ring got is, a war. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's actually got no, bad bit. Listen, uh-huh. listen I, <laughs> the one thing that slick. I love about the Trophy Room Awards, first off, even if you're not a PlayStation fan, which this is you know Xbox-focused show channel, all that jazz, right? There's something for everyone here. So, like, mm-hmm. we have, like, you know, most, you know, the best non-PlayStation game. We have most anticipated non-PlayStation game. You know, we have Pentiment in there. You know, we have Vampire Survivors, which I'm addicted to in there, of course. So good. 
so good. And to see so many developers celebrating their games with us, championing their games with us. Speaking of Plague Tale, I love Asobo Studio because they get in on it in a big way with us. Uh, they're really, really pushing Plague Tale Requiem, which you just love to see. And right now, Plague Tale is whooping, whooping some Elden Ring right now. So again, make sure you get in there. You vote for the right choice, which is Elden Ring. Yes. Like you can vote for anybody you want. That's fine. Um, it's been a fantastic time. Again, seeing the voice actors, seeing developers celebrate their games, their work with us. That's the reason why we do this. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you vote right here, right now. Follow us at PS Trophy Room, where we've been flooding our channel with all the categories, all of our nominees. Again, over 80-plus games, over 30-plus categories. That's more than Jeff Keighley's Game Awards, and we were pretty much restricted to just PlayStation because we're a PlayStation show, which goes to show we're not in it for the SEO or the clicks or any of that. We're just in it to celebrate and highlight celebrate games gaming, you may that, not that, have heard yeah. about. Yeah. I'm gonna scream and kick, but that's your choice, not mine. Right. It should well, be Cult of the Lamb. It should be. I'm not telling Which you who to I, I haven't Cult bought yet. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna wait for the end of the year sale. But listen, I, I want to share something with everyone, yeah. uh, because this is an Xbox podcast. Please. Everyone on this uh panel is gonna appreciate this. I'm gonna go full screen for a hot second here. Oh god. Uh okay. this 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 was gifted to me by Jangles. 5280 if you didn't see this this is it made me it brought me to tears i can say it live on the air i started to i literally started to wimp well to, to weep over this i'm going to show it to you it is madness okay now let me just bring my camera up check out this custom gi joe control oh hot damn uh, G.I. Joe. Right. now not only is gi joe the reason why i became a police officer like literally but you see, it's what he did on the back that I, that's giving me goosebumps. I don't want to get emotional in the air. I close out the show with something I say every year, every show that my father taught us. It made me such an amazing police officer from some simple logic. Look what he did. He put my father's quote, oh, he put your, treat saying, others oh. how you want to be treated on wow. this thing. I mean... It's That's beautiful. It's just, it's just, I mean, this is my favorite it's brand. It, it's my, it's, it's my literally, it, I cannot, I cannot thank him enough for the, the, the incredible work that went into it. But, um, Steel Rain had to get out of here because obviously he had to handle some. I took too much stuff. time. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 it's all right. <laughs> he, he said he had to go. Uh, listen, if you don't know who Steel Rain is, you're doing it all wrong. Uh, he runs a podcast with Pong Soul. Every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time called Living Split Screen. It is one of my favorite shows to listen to. Uh, these are these are sometimes three, four, five hour shows, and they are an incredible way to get uh, what he likes to call an RTS view of the industry, meaning that it goes all the way back. And instead of looking through a keyhole, you look at the broad aspect of gaming. They have... Uh, it's a non-eccentric podcast. They do talk about everybody, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, handhelds. Uh, and it's a show that you should definitely subscribe. And they're almost at 1K, folks. Listen, I, I say this all the time. You don't know how hard podcasting and content creation is until you do it. And getting to 1K is one of the biggest things anyone that does content creation does because you get partnered with 
uh, with uh, um, YouTube. Now, again, it's not the biggest partnership, and you're pretty much making pennies on the on the dollar, and sometimes less than that. But that hitting that 1K is such a triumph, and I want to see people like Pong Soul uh, and like uh, a Living Split Screen, and like, of course, Everborn Saga and Kay Asante, who run the Gaming Circle podcast. They're close as well. It's so hard to do this content. It takes a tremendous amount of dedication. If you like their content, I, I beg you to get over there and subscribe to both of them. Uh, it's, it's, it's a matter of clicks, folks. Get over there and subscribe to both of their channels. It would be greatly appreciated. Uh, let's get to Infinite Umbra. Umbra, thanks so much for being here, brother. You are a part of the Xbox Infinite podcast Friday evenings. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You've been having some killer guests. Obviously, that is run by one of the great, one of the uh, great guys of the community in Risk It for the Biscuits. You have Jedi Pete. You have Doom Cutie. You have a great panel. Talk about it. Where can people and also reach out to you on social media? Yeah, um, just want to say uh, shout out and love to the to the uh, chat. You all were hilarious. I read a lot Indeed. of that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny today. Yeah, <laughs> quietly cracking up over here. Uh, shout out to the panel and boom again to you, brother, for always uh, bringing us and, the, and everybody into the community into the fold like you have. I mean, now with Retri also being added today, uh, you just keep doing that because I think you I have, have grown in my estimation as far as uh, not just a great community member, but as a leader. And I, thank I, you, sir. That's very kind of you to say. Absolutely. And I mean it. And it's because, at, at, you know, we get to know and learn people who they are. And one thing I will say about you is that you are who you are. It's not, it's not some, uh, <laughs> you know, mirage or some type of gimmick. It's you are. This is how I wear uniform, folks. I, I don't think people believe it. I, I was mm-hmm. the guy that you wanted to be stopped by because I was taught by my pop that everybody matters. It does not matter race, class, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. station, financially. It's it's about pe- people should be at the center of the conversation human beings yes we're different yes different sex different races different beliefs but we're all human beings and i I love the fact that you said that i honestly really gives me goosebumps that i that i put that out there because it's important to me Mm -hmm. not to build a brand i don't give i don't pardon my friend don't give about the brand what i care about is people yep yes is growing the channel isn't it is it important yes but Mm -hmm. is it the driving point absolutely not Right. And I and coming having known you for the time I've known you, boom, I believe that one hundred percent. And I mean yep. that. But thank you, sir. Uh, absolutely. Um, and of course, uh, you guys can find me on the under um, Umbra Infinite or Infinite Umbra on Twitter. You'll find me either way. Give me a follow. Sometimes join us on our Halo community nights or whatever else we might play. Uh and of course, like Boom pointed out on Xbox Infinite podcast, I believe it's seven Eastern now. Oh, is it um, okay? My I, yeah, seven PM. Time shift. I don't know why I thought it was eight PM for some reason. It, it was originally, but it, okay, it, that's the, that, the time went back. Yep. So now it's seven <laughs> uh, Eastern. But uh, yeah, you all come through and check us out. I'm, I think we'll have Drawn TJ and uh, Ooh, that's a good one here. Drawn yep. TJ is excellent. Absolutely, good brother and J Rock. Uh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> spicy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be spicy because J Rock does not. Uh, let's say he doesn't have any hair in his tongue, so to speak. Right. Yeah. <laughs> J Rock is something else, and uh, you know, so we'll have them on this week. And uh, yeah, guys, come by and support us, man, and appreciate you guys. And of course, when you see my spaces come through, I run them civilized. There's no 
you know, anger. There's no screaming and yelling. Uh, and, and it was refreshing, man. I listened to that. <laughs> that was so refreshing. You guys were yelling it. at each other, over each other. It was nice. Yeah, and I try it, to it, always it, run it that way. There's nothing wrong with great conversation, and no mm-hmm. one has to t- talk over each other for that to happen. I love exactly. that. And again, congratulations on uh, having nearly, uh, what would you say, almost 600 people roll mm-hmm. through. That's pretty impressive. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, Paris Lily friend of this community uh mm-hmm. to be there along with so many others that's a big deal Absolutely. i'm sure you want to say you want to say something real quick john oh no i was just tipping my hat with oh respect. okay very good very oh, good appreciate and the tip of the head sir that, thank you brother and of course uh you're a big part of this uh show infinite umbra and it's great to have you each and every week but we have to talk about someone that just joined the fray he's going to be here for you each and every week he runs ha- uh, game pass underscore daily retreat mm-hmm. thank you so much for being here talk about your youtube channel and where they can subscribe to that but more importantly reach out to you and check out all of the incredible game pass daily information that you drop on a daily basis yeah so i make videos every single day weekday i don't want don't call me a liar weekday uh, monday through friday basically (laughs) promoting everything and anything that is game pass trailers late breaking news all kinds of stuff guys um so you can find me at Game Pass underscore daily. That is Twitter. And that will show you the other links to my YouTube and TikTok. We are everywhere. So you guys can uh, find us there. I want to give a shout out real quick to uh, Masshole1977 in your community. Uh, we played some always throws me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I tried it. I'm like, uh, is that a swear? <laughs> ah, whatever. Um, so we played some Halo together. We had a great time. Um Want to try to start doing some more community gaming with everybody yeah. and chat and whatnot. So sometimes there tends to be a little drinking during our games, but alcohol consumption is not mandatory. We don't care how good you are. We're just there to laugh and have a good time. So I'm going to start building that ASAP so we can all yeah. game together and just have a good old time. Well, it's great to have you a part of the show, brother. Glad that you're Thank building you. your brand. Anything that we can do here at Double Barrel Gaming to help that. Uh, grow is exactly why we have you here um real quick thursday for the uh uh new episode of the xbox um why why am i drawing a blank on my own shows the um the x vlog live uh episode uh that's usually my that's my one-on-one show uh i'm gonna be sitting down with miles dom pierre folks he just confirmed while i was that's why i was distracted live on uh, yeah, Very so we're gonna good. sit down with Miles and talk about his move. Uh, mm. That he's still, you know, he's still with Windows Central Gaming, but his Chatter Days are now his own. He's the own. He's the he has ownership of Chatter Days, Xbox Chatter Days, which I was on a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we want to help him build that brand because obviously. He had to move it to his own YouTube channel, and he lost the 25,000 subscribers that Whoa. he had over on Windows Central because I he's didn't know building. That. Yeah, he's building it wow. from the ground up. So we're going to try and help him do that. And you can do that by stopping by Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And obviously, I'll be putting out uh, some more information. But don't forget, folks, this Friday is the one I've been talking about for half a year. Mrs. Boomstick and I are giving away one thousand dollars in two hours ten one hundred dollar gift cards and in some cases if you are someone that needs the money mrs boomstick and i for the first time ever will be giving that in cash 
if you have if you have a PayPal, which is the only way we're going to do it, we will pay for the transfer fee. We will pay for the denominational fee if you're in another country. And that is all on our dime. If you are a winner, you win the one hundred dollars. And if you want to if you want the gift card to your platform of choice, we will deliver that as well. Ten winners. Two hours, one thousand dollars—the biggest, the biggest giveaway we have ever done on our fifth annual Christmas with Mister and Mrs. Boomstick. Ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time this Friday. And just again, I like to put this out there: this is not corporate uh, sponsored. This is our own monies that we take from Super Chat and channel membership. We tuck it away after Google takes their thirty percent, and we sit on it. So we can do these big giveaways because I'm a retired dude and, you know, I can't spend my money on giving stuff away because sometimes I can't even buy games for myself. And, 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 and again, it's, it's, it's not a slight on my pension. My pension is quite good, but sometimes, you know, there's a lot of games. Yeah. It's, you know, you have to make decisions. So we do take this money that we do get and we do put it away for these big giveaways. And when this big giveaway is done, we will have given away folks. $3,500 in gift cards and prizes this Ooh. year alone. The biggest amount we've ever given away. Um, and again, I've won twice, by the way. So you, uh, y'all, you got a chance. It's real. It's real. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but listen, gentlemen, ladies, uh, gamers around the world, thank you so much. We had almost 600 people here today. That is incredible. The channel viewership is growing. We're starting to average 580 per show 580 live wow. viewers per that show is, is crazy hit that, that like button guys yes, you're still here yes. hit it yes that's and that's thanks to you uh but listen i'm going to close out the show folks with something that is important to me hopefully one day it'll be important to you and that's something that my father taught us when we were kids like it said on that controller treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice you live by those rules craig i can guarantee you you're gonna have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.